Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gentlemen, Russell Crowe. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, hey. Welcome hey. to another episode of Shooting the Weight. Uh, what are we calling ourselves this week? Because, yeah. unfortunately... Title pending right now? Shooting the shot pending? Shooting the shot. Maybe something... Shooting the pending. We're going with shooting the shot. Screw it. <laughs> shooting the screwed up shot. My name is Chris. Somebody go. <laughs> fun, Any fun, direction. Wait, okay, Chris, okay, okay, Chris. A fun fact about Chris. Uh, he has an unhealthy obsession over YouTube. Uh, I think we all know that. Take me higher. Yes, we have Orlando. Well, well, we have Orlando. There you go. He has an unhealthy obsession over Matt Damon and Rex from Toy Story. He is yeah. Rex. He is not Rex. We'll he get. Rex. We'll talk about that one, one of these days. The debate is settled. Okay. I settled it. We have Marcus. Marcus, who has an unhealthy obsession over Orlando. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm Juan. I have an unhealthy obsession over, I guess, Christian, Christian Bell and Amy Adams. <laughs> also Which, Michael Fassbender, apparently. <laughs> no, that's... Well, I, I, he is a great actor. But, he is a great actor. But, no, I guess that makes sense why I love American Hustle so much. And The Fighter. Yep. Yeah, and we all... that out last week. Yeah. We all yeah. have unhealthy obsessions over movies, except they're totally healthy because they're not drugs, drugs, or bad for you kids. Unless it's cocaine. <laughs> no, seriously, stop that. Anyway, this week, um, we're going to be talking about more movie news, and... Yeah. Uh, this was a great... I think this was a great week for movie news and movie trailers. All right. We just watched trailers. Uh, should we start with the movie trailers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. Let's yeah, do it. All right, uh, first trailer that uh, we want to talk about is Creed, which me and Orlando cried, I think, at the same time we were watching yes. the, film, the trailer. Um... I said uh, last week, I'm very excited for this because I love the Rocky films, and uh, I'm a fan of Ryan Coogler, uh, who directed a Food Bell Station. And uh, I like this trailer. Well, I don't know. I like both of the trailers because what I liked about the first one, like, you can feel the confidence where, of, like, they didn't really have to rely too much on the Rocky name. Like, Rocky Balboa didn't show up until, like, halfway through the trailer. Exactly. And it was like, I felt like the trailer was, the first trailer was almost like announcing, oh, look, this, this movie's coming out. We're doing this movie. And this second trailer showed the heart of the of the of the film, like what the film is about, the relationship with him and Rocky, mm. and what Apollo, um, what Apollo's son is trying to prove. Like feel that like this trailer really show the heart of you know the the core story of the film. Yeah, and you, feel, you feel that he's trying to be his own man, but he, he can't because he's in the shadow of his father. Yeah, yeah. Rocky is trying to get him to break out of that, along with his girlfriend in the movie. Yeah. He's like, live up to the name. Don't just. Try to be it and then fail because you can't mentally get past it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, obviously, it like as a Rocky fan, it hurt to see <laughs> where the uh, tombstone where it shows a uh, Holly passed away. <laughs> a uh, bottle of liquor. Oh, yeah, Holly. and in, uh, now knowing that Rocky is sick, that's um, um, painful. Yeah, it sucks it's to really see that. Painful. It really, but uh, I want, I'm looking forward to see what you know what happens. I hope they don't kill him off. I really do like. I love seeing. It's very nostalgic, like. Very like kind of like emotional because like you know I love the Rocky films to see Rocky now as the Mickey of the series. Mm, exactly. Which yeah, definitely. I, I think they're making him Mickey, which yeah. will make him possibly die. Yeah. But maybe yeah, not exactly. until the third film. 
Spoilers. Oh, which, maybe the second. Spoilers, damn it. Which, well, in the... That was literally, what, 34 years ago? No, 44. <laughs> it, was 80, it was 81. But um, yeah. from the feel of the trailer itself, I think they're going to try going for a franchise thing. Probably. It felt yeah, like they probably, were going yeah. to continue the story onwards after this. A good one. I have really high hopes about this first one. It mm-hmm. looks really great. I'm a huge fan of the Rocky films, too. And it's really good just to like see that, like the whole passing of the torch thing yeah, yeah, with absolutely. having Sylvester Stallone step into that kind of right. like mentor role. Right. I'm. Yeah, yeah I, I love it better because usually these franchises, they feel, a lot of them feel forced. Where oh, this, yeah. one do, this one doesn't. This one the chemistry like, between them, and it feels really. Yeah. Like it just feels natural to yeah. me that and, and like, it works. Obviously, Michael B. Jordan and uh, and uh, Ryan Coogler worked for Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. Um, very, you know, Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. No one's been yeah. fantastic. For <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, sh- shut up. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> your, your glasses. Your, your glasses. Put them on. I'm not on camera right now, guys. Oh, that's true. Uh, right. We'll talk about that one day. <laughs> uh, Later, yeah. You still uh, gotta watch that film yeah. sometime. Uh, I was gonna say okay. Let's get around this. to it. Don't I was gonna say that one day we're gonna have to like. Uh, the video for right now, guys. Huh? I'm not paying a dollar. No, no, we're not gonna shit. do it. One of us. <laughs> I was gonna say like someone pulls another you know, short straw or something. We do something like a name out of that, and one, whoever comes out has to somehow either rent or buy. Somebody has so, to watch it. Some, no, someone has to get oh, it so God. we can watch oh, it. No, because no, I, I volunteer lose. myself as tribute. I I am not afraid to go Dude, watch okay. that. Movie. I volunteer, Chris. Yeah, no, one of us has to. Ooh. You can't volunteer yourself. I volunteer you. Oh, no, what if yeah. we did something like once a month? We did like a drawing like that. It was like somebody has to go watch the worst rated film. No, because then this, no, this feels this is fun. <laughs> then it's gonna feel like a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they have to do a film review of that. Like, I oh, wanna, I'll no. go watch Fantastic Four. I am not afraid to go die for this job. Okay, maybe that's all. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Anyways, we're talking about Creed, guys. Anyway, Michael, <laughs> uh, B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Amazing in Fantastic Four, which I have not seen. But amazing in Fruitvale Station. And uh, was it, I heard that uh, it was actually Ryan Coogler who wanted to do this film. And that mm-hmm. he went to Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone didn't want to. But once he told him what the story was going to be and, you know, everything, that's when Sylvester Stallone got uh, interested in it. And so that's why I feel like it's not a Forest franchise, what I'm trying to say. I think so, he was mm-hmm. more worried about it being another failed attempt at a Rocky movie. Rocky Five. <coughs> it doesn't exist. I know, I know. Yeah. It's, well, it's, four to, it's four to Balboa. But I never heard about that story about Coogler approached Tim five. and Five with Balboa. There's really only four. So. No, I mean, about the, the story about how... No, Creed. I actually like this. You don't like Balboa? Balboa? Yeah. You don't like Balboa? It was better than that other horrible... That's actually my, my favorite. Like, it's Rocky, Rocky Balboa and then Rocky in the first one. Too, um... So I never heard about that story about Google oh, approaching yeah. Yeah, Stallone. Yeah, I was going to mention the series. Yeah, but Anyways. you know what that reminds me of is how James Cameron approached Fox to make a sequel to Alien. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how he wanted to continue it and make it a different story <coughs> itself. Yeah, yeah. So that that makes me have even higher hope for yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. It's a different story, but it's the same universe, and it's moving on. So that that's, I don't know, that's fascinating to me. So I have even higher hopes this time now. Like, the trailers look good yeah. now, but I feel like I have more confidence going into this that this will be yeah. something great. And, and doesn't, I know this sounds weird now, but doesn't, like, Michael B. Jordan look like a, like, he really looks like a boxer. Like, you look at him, it's like, holy crap, this guy got, like, huge for this. Am I the only one who saw him? Like, it looks a lot like he a, looks because, like the way Stallone 
used to look. Yeah, because but when I look at him, like he, <laughs> he looks a lot like uh, what's the name? Oh, the the original actor Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. When I saw him, like when he's moving, I'm like, holy shit! So you like, see that clip? In yeah, like when I see him, yeah. like, I'm like, he really does look like Apollo Creed's son. Kind of fascinating that they had little clips of uh, of his fights in, oh, there, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, but now I'm just going back to Arrested Development. Amy Adams, ladies and gentlemen. Amy Adams. <laughs> Um, <laughs> next on our agenda yes uh, next trailer The Jungle Book yeah so uh, Scarlett Johansson has a really sexy snake voice in that one yeah. spoiler alert I would dude. love to be in the jungle with Scarlett Johansson as a snake <laughs> yes um, I, I told you I'd get a very nice hug it might be the last one I ever get Whatever. The way you said it the first time sounds like you said I'm gonna get a really nice hard tug. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're gonna get a really nice thug. That too. Whatever. I'll get wait. Anyways, and that's uh, the extent of the trailer. No, but John Favreau. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, oh, would you like to keep going or should I? Well, I was Bill Murray is in. Yeah, yeah. John John Favreau. He is one of my favorite directors. He's. I, I feel he's a really underappreciated director. Yeah, he did magnificently with Iron Man. Yeah, and but, Chef last year. Oh, yes, yeah, like one of the his, best feel good movies I've seen in recent years. If not for the food, but for the characters. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Mm. Um, I'm I, eating a cookie, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm eating a cookie. Like it's fourth one since we started this podcast, guys. It's actually my sixth. Anyway, yeah. uh, no, I was really looking forward to this because the first time they premiered uh, the trailer was at uh, D23, mm-hmm. and if you guys don't know what D23 is, it's like the Comic Con for Disney. Uh, it was like last year, to, uh, no, no, last month in August, yeah. and basically that's where they premiered the Captain America Civil War trailer, some new stuff for Star Wars, and, and then they premiered this trailer. Uh, actually, it was an extended version of this trailer. That's why the first time when I saw this trailer, I wasn't disappointed, but I uh, definitely thought I was going to see a little bit more. Because in the trailer that they showed in D twenty three, they actually show uh, Christopher Walken, you know, like him talking as as a monkey, and, as uh, an orangutan. And I can't. Yeah, I, I have to hear the voice in to do it better. I he hasn't attempted this already. It, we, it it worked better when we weren't on mic. I, anyway, please. I'm sorry. Thank you. Sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they actually show Bill Murray uh, singing uh, Bare Necessities in that trailer that they showed in D twenty three. So when I when I watched this one, I was expecting to see that one. More of it, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. Like I said, I wasn't disappointed. I just, you know, I thought I was going to see something else. But when I rewatched it, it's it's a uh, it really does look great. And like I said, John Favreau is, is a great director. And uh, what they said at D twenty three too is that the so far the visual effects in this trailer look great. Mm-hmm. But according to John Favreau, said that they're not even finished yet. So That's, I I, it, I was kind of getting that feeling that it wasn't quite finished. They yeah. looked. I disagree that they look great. I thought they looked good, but not quite polished. Yeah, no, there's some shots, though, to yeah. me, where they look really good, and then there's yeah. some shots where, yeah, they still look, they look like they still need a little work on them. I liked a lot of the composition from the trailer. Yeah. But I, I agree. I never, like, going into this trailer, I, this is my second time watching it. Yeah. I feel like some things were missing, so it didn't quite work for me as well as mm-hmm. I thought. But you're telling me that they showed a lot more stuff in this yeah. other trailer? I want to see that. Yeah, this is a shortened version of okay. that trailer, what, what I've gotten from it. But what about you guys? What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, didn't really have much more to say about it. Thanks for coming, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Visuals look great. Okay, I don't really have much to say about Disney films. Um, I guess it is early for visuals to be up to par of what they will be in the movie. Yeah, but it does look good so far, and 
think the cast they have. Yeah, I was. Good. I, I quickly want to talk about because this this comes out next year, and uh, Andy Serkis is going to be doing his directorial de- debut with another uh, Jungle Book. It's called the Jungle Book Origins. He's directing a movie. Am I the only one who knows about this? I apparently yeah. so. Really? Oh, really? Wow. When did, when did oh, okay. this? When did you find out about this? This uh, last year when they or no uh, was it last year or earlier this year where uh, basically you know how a lot of people compare like you know there's always that one movie like 2013 it was a uh, what was it? Olympus has fallen and then later on White yeah. House down and then in 2012 it was like Mirror Mirror and Snow White. And well, obviously I'm pretty sure these films are gonna be way better than those ones, but uh, it's basically that's what a lot of people were thinking that was gonna happen. But uh, basically, John Favreau's is a live-action version of the Disney uh, cartoon, mm-hmm. and uh, Andy Serkis's is mm-hmm. an a adapt, adaptation of a. Is it, did I say it right? Yeah. You're close enough. I'm having trouble, trouble okay. talking. Adaptation of of the book. It's uh, like the the original book, which I heard his is going to be darker, like more serious, more like the novel. Yeah, okay. and I'm I'm uh, curious about that because I, I feel like. Andy Serkis is going to get really great performances from his actors because the actors are actually doing a, a motion capture. Yeah. Uh, performance capture, I mean. Yes. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I feel like... Andy Serkis has directed something before. He directed a bit of the first Hobbit film, right? That's what I heard. I didn't know much about yeah. that. I, I haven't, I haven't seen The Hobbit yet, but... Uh, I haven't seen them either. Yeah. I'm reading the book right now, that's why. So once I'm done reading it... Yeah. You will enjoy the book. Yeah. And, uh... What? <laughs> I've watched The Hobbit. It's good. I like it. You like it? It's, it's not as good as... I would say it's not as good as the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Right. I think the CGI really takes away from a lot of it compared to oh, the Lord yeah, of the Rings, which you actually have live action Excuse characters me. in there. So oh, yeah. it's still a good series. And I'm looking up here because I wasn't able to write it all down, but uh, both films have like great casts. <laughs> yeah, this one has obviously Scarlett Johansson uh, with the John Favreau one I'm talking about. That has Scarlett, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, Bill Murray, Christopher Walken, Ben Kingsley, Lupita Nyong'o, um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah, and uh, I think we got pretty much all of them. I think so. Looks, yeah, yeah Jungle Book. Yeah, okay. So uh, the John Favreau one's coming out next year, yeah. and then uh, the uh, Andy Serkis one's coming out in 2017. Okay. Uh, his has Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch. Okay. Uh, Naomi Harris, she played uh, Money Penny. Oh yeah, uh, I know. Skyfall. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know who she is. Carte Blanche herself, Kate Blanchett. Dude, yeah. I love Carte Blanche. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis is actually playing uh, Baloo, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, also has uh, Frida Pinto, who was uh, yeah, and, uh, love her. The, the and it has fucking Christian Bale. In it. <laughs> so obviously, I'm excited. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. So, um, well, good for fucking you. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Uh, so I think, like, I, I, think I mean, no, you probably did. I'm looking. <laughs> You're forward, the one that you know. I'm looking forward for both of them. That's okay. basically what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, next trailer. Uh, someone's really excited about this film. Steve Jobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but his his comments don't matter. Yeah. So, uh, Orlando, what did you think about the Steve Jobs show? Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I think it might be a hell of a lot better than the Ashton Kutcher one. We, we're gonna watch Kelso. that movie. We will watch it. We have, to watch, we have to, watch it. to watch it. We have to watch it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot take hell so seriously as Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I was just laughing while we were watching that one clip. Oh, the clip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really? There was the <laughs> one shot in the back of the room that was really good. Am I the only one? Who the was one shot. You're like the no, shot was the really shot good, was but really good. Kelso was what? Really <laughs> what was Kelso doing, guys? Like, does Jack, to sound does Jackie know that he's there? I think this is like a punk episode where he's starring Steve Jobs. 
Yeah, so. He's really good as a comedian goofball, but you can't take him seriously when he's trying to be serious. I've never seen him uh, play like a serious role. That's what. So that's why I'm looking forward yeah, to see. Of, well, okay. Well, I'm not like super excited, but I do want to see like if our opinions change. I don't think so. But <laughs> yeah, well, we'll watch it before we watch the movie. So, Marcus, what you what you think about that? The trailer? Yeah. No, I was actually really hyped about it. It was really well edited. Really, yeah. just a breathtaking kind of trailer. Right? Trailer right there. Are we trailer. all having like speech impediments? Uh, <laughs> I, like, I, I think we had too much Coca Cola. <laughs> that's what's happening. Is I, I noticed like I, I've had, yeah, keep a little jittery. Yeah. But no, it it really d- just like the transformation between all like the different like eras of yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Jobs, Michael Fassbender looks fantastic in this. Yeah, he did. And it just I'm just really excited to hear or like see another Aaron Sorkin movie. Yeah. Because I think the last time I saw like one of his scripts was probably Social Network. Did you watch Moneyball? Moneyball, not <clears throat> not yet. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, but it was Steve's Alien and um, Aaron Sorkin, which is rather fascinating because both of them are both uh, my two favorite screenwriters. One does a lot musically with dialogue, which is Sorkin, mm-hmm. but one is completely empathetic. One is deals heavily with emotion, which is Alien, and. Um, Jesus. The, the conversation <laughs> was really fascinating. Was I the only one who thought that sounded disgusting? <laughs> yes. Like I heard show. it going all the way down to your stomach. I just, yes. <laughs> but, but this is Sorkin himself, and we're going to have Danny Boyle, who yeah. I think was one of the best visualists today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, and, we, and we both agreed on that, that um, the first two trailers, like, I felt... Like it looked great, but I definitely felt it was like an Aaron Sorkin film. Agreed. With this trailer, we both agree that we finally got to see uh, that Danny Boyle style with the visuals, the editing, the music. Um, I th- I love this trailer more than the other trailers are great, but I love this one this even more. Was this was the yeah. best trailer yeah. for the movie. It was so awesome. Far. And then this one really now that I got to see that like the Danny Boyle style, it got me really really excited for this film. If only I weren't working opening night. So. We're, we're, all three of us are doing it. I think this is um, more anticipated than it was before this trailer. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this trailer really made you, like, really, really want to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other comments on Ashton Kutcher? Um, <laughs> is he that. doing anything else? I don't really Well, know. I mean, I think, I think he is a winner because he <laughs> did marry impregnate, impregnate uh, Mila Kunis. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's he like, won. For many people, he's like, he's a winner. <laughs> yeah, he won. He won. <laughs> yeah, you don't think Mila Kunis is attractive? No, I think she's very attractive. No, but you, you, know, just, you made a face like you're like. Mm. Well, I'm not trying to judge like anybody's like winning in life off of sociability, depending on who their like, how attractive a life partner is. It's a joke, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. You Chris? know what else is a joke? Oh, God. My life. Amy Still wasn't fun. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, ladies and gentlemen. Bridge of Spies. Uh, Steven tra- Spielberg. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Uh, speaking of trailers I like more than the first one, I, I like this trailer a lot more than the first one. Uh, the first one, it didn't spoil anything, it definitely didn't, but it definitely told you more about what the story is about. In this one, it really, like, helped where, you know when they say, like, less is more? Mm-hmm. Like, this one yeah. showed you less about the story, but the, the editing, the music, and then just... They paid more attention, like to, I guess, dialogue that really, I don't know how to say it. Like, it, um, it really impacts you, and, like gets you, like you get what the film is trying to be in the message that it's, it's trying to get. Yeah, exactly. And it, it definitely you get the Steven Spielberg feel from, uh, from this trailer. Exactly, as opposed to the first time where it was very 
I want to say, kind of hidden. Um, oh, the Steven Spielberg type of vibe? Exactly. There yeah. wasn't like this epic grand feel like there was in this trailer. Yeah. Very much like the first two Steve Jobs trailers where it wasn't like, this doesn't feel like a Danny Boyle movie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like these, both the Steve Jobs and the Bridge of Spies trailers, really made it feel like we're going to go see the next Spielberg film. We're going to yeah. go see the next Danny Boyle film. And that, that got me really excited because I'm also a really big Spielberg fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yes. What would you guys think? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, again, I'm going to say something that may be a little controversial here, but okay, I'm not I, that big of a... Oh God. A Spielberg fan? I'm not that big of a Spielberg fan. That's okay. okay. So, that's so, okay. So, you, wait, no, no, it's not okay. What? Give me my. What? What do you? What's the matter? I'm fine with it. This, I'm no, fine no, with him. No, no. I love you, Marcus. I don't know. It just feels like no. there's. Let me let okay. me finish. Let, let, finish. Let, me, let, finish. let me finish. Let no, him no, finish. No, no. This is my house, by the way. <laughs> We're in a different location. We're inside my house this time. There's no cat fight club in here. It's just, just good old regular fight club. Uh, you hate Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yes, I'm not ever gonna take that back. She's. Um, <laughs> we can. Ex- we'll no, well, I'm not accepting that. that Sandra Bullock is a beautiful, talented woman Who's on awesome. screen and off screen. She's amazing. Who's <laughs> won the Academy Award? She's a talented, talented woman. You hate Spielberg. You're, you're a communist. <laughs> Apparently, I. Which <laughs> ties into this like, movie. Tom Hanks plays a. Thank you. Plays I'm, I'm glad someone. Well, actually, that. my very favorite Spielberg. I'm glad film, someone caught that. Oh, 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 my very favorite Spielberg film is AI. I know it's not like one of his. Because it's a Kubrick movie. Yeah, I also like. <laughs> I like. <laughs> you love Spielberg because he wasn't Spielberg. He was trying to be his idol. <laughs> no, I just really love that film. But I don't know. There, sometimes if certain stories that he chooses feel a little too formulaic to me. And a little too commercial sometimes, so not as gritty as I'm well, hoping. You know, I was excited when we started doing this podcast, and I'm just in <laughs> well, I, can, I can explain the reason for that. Well, at least he felt mm-hmm. better about Creed. Is, <sighs> I, can, I can explain sure. very sure. much the reason for it. Is that you, he is a Comedy. lover of the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mostly where, where he studies yeah, most of his absolutely. techniques. Yeah. And he, though he may have been a part of the new age of uh, Hol- new Hollywood cinema... Yeah. He is probably the best living practitioner of uh, old techniques, yeah. from mm-hmm. sentimentality to shot design and everything. Yeah, he, he literally did an interview that when uh, someone asked him like his advice for like uh, up and coming directors, he says just watch, watch the black and white, black and white movies, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is very true too. And um, Tony Zhao, who's one of my idols, did a video called the Spielberg Wonder, where he analyzed his use of wonders, like one take shots that last two three minutes. But you don't notice these things, as opposed to something like Scorsese's uh, Coco Cabana shot in Goodfellas, where you like, oh man, it, uh, or like... Well, I was going to talk about wrong. Scorsese's shot in Mean Streets at the very beginning. I'm trying to remember that. I where it's following De Niro from behind and whatnot. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember that shot. I remember the opening credits, though, mm-hmm. where it was Be My Baby against the 8mm projector. That was beautiful. That is... Oh, but, um, but now we're going away from Spielberg to Scorsese. Well, not necessarily. It's kind of a direct comparison. Oh, yeah. Spielberg Scorsese. uses wonders all the time, but you never notice them. Yeah. But as opposed to like, this is an amazing shot. Anything from Bond and Gravity to yeah, Scorsese and Goodfellas. So that was a little technique used back in the early films of the 1450s. Um, shout out to Tony Zhao and every frame of painting. I love you. Thank you very much. 101. There is no, there's no camera here today. What are you laughing about, Orlando? 
Tell us, damn it! Three of us are active filmmakers and film yes. lovers. Uh, Orlando is an architecture major who's civil, just a really big. Civil civil, okay, he's a really. He's a civil major. Civil architecture? Civil engineering. Civil engineering major who just loves film. For background reference. No, the fact I'm that laughing because like, Chris is like, yeah, no, it really does go back to Spielberg and then he just goes off on the floor. <laughs> I did it away part. from the topic and just started. It's, it's, called, I do that. it's called passion, damn it. <laughs> and I love my Coca Cola. I mean, I'm. I could see the screenplay being really good, but I felt like it had a lot of kind of like the typical. Feels no. of <laughs> let, let him finish. I know, I know. Of uh, like Spielberg films, which sometimes can turn me off from a film okay. more so. While I am excited about like the co- like I'm intrigued by the Coen Brothers and Spielberg yeah. collaboration. Right oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. To, yeah, yeah, I forgot it was a Coen Brothers. Yeah, I mentioned it. I mentioned it. I did mention it last week, right? I did say it. I think. I think so. you might have. Yeah, I put it on just my notes. a week yeah. happened. This whole thing about the I, I just. I like to mess around. Okay. <laughs> this, this is definitely a place where we accept anybody's opinion. Yeah. That's really what I want to get. Just, I love to fuck around. <laughs> I know. The Sandra it's Bullock cool. thing. I will not. I also talk. too far. I will not. forgot about another one. Too too far. Far. I also talked crap about Matthew McConaughey last time. Yes, you did. Oh my god. <laughs> forgot about oh. that one. Hey, if he didn't win an Emmy for True Detective, then he doesn't deserve to not get crap. That's what? right. <laughs> he lost it to Brian Cranston. Yeah, he, well, because Brian Cranston, like, well, that was his last. That was his last. No, that was his last season of Breaking Bad. He was amazing. Exactly. Oh, of course so, he was amazing. But but wait, Matthew McConaughey won everything else up to that point. I, did, I didn't. He did. Okay. He was. He was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But there was like Breaking Bad's last season, four Emmys for the same role. Whoa! Because well, they knew Brian Cranston was going to be in Godzilla. But, but here's so the thing, though. It's like give him something. What? <laughs> We're talking about TV. <laughs> We're talking about movies. All right. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock is amazing. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Not that amazing. So, okay. Uh, next, next, next topic. Right. I had, I, I wrote here <laughs> down, but um, obviously I don't think any of us saw the Mockingjay trailer. I know it just came out. But, yeah. uh, you choose not to watch it. I, in a good way because I love, I talked about this last week, I love the Hunger Games trailer and, mm-hmm. um, no trailers, I'm sorry, I love the, <laughs> I love the trailers. Not the no, I love the movies. <laughs> so watch the trailer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the movies and I've enjoyed every single movie because I, I don't watch any footage so when I go into the film it's like some, seeing something like, you know, Okay. Like, I was like, holy crap, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. Also, you never um, read any of the books. Yeah, no. Except I know the entire story by reading <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> and, uh... I just look at Orlando every time you say that. Because <laughs> we both have the same look. Because I'm laughing, he's just like... Oh, uh, just, <laughs> me and Orlando are just annoyed. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Wow, we shouldn't have drank Coca-Cola. <laughs> I disagree. Good thing I didn't. Yeah, I know it's have a lot of speech impediments. I as much as I love Jennifer Lawrence, I just I, you know I'm not. I, I forgot to say the other thing because remember I said at first I thought they're going to be terrible films because a lot of people put it in the Twilight category when people would talk about Twilight they talk about the Games. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, another thing that I was afraid that was going to happen because the Katniss is one of my favorite characters. Yes, and uh, I thought. Like going into it that oh they're gonna you know when she's out in the Hunger Games they're gonna make her you know wear skin tight clothes and try to reveal herself. But what I love about these films is because like like Katniss is like a you know what were you laughing? I was, I was, I was oh burping. I thought you were laughing. I was like burping to oh. not interrupt. Sorry. No, I'm you sorry. You just interrupted. I know. <laughs> you stopped. Just, but doesn't it look like he's laughing? It looked like you're laughing. Like, what I was choking and burping. I was choking and burping. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm funny. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Well uh, that. 
Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hunger Games. I love the cat. Uh, you were Candace talking about character. this. You were thinking that they were going to sexualize her. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm glad uh, they actually kind of make fun of that because in the way of how they. Uh, whenever they have to present themselves, you know, on TV, and they actually make a joke about that. Oh, we got to make her look sexy and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And that's what I thought was kind of cool about it. Well, up top, yeah. Have you seen any of the Divergent movies? No, I hear. I mean, uh, I hear. I'm, I'm a huge Shailene Woodley fan, though. Yeah, but, uh, actually, we found that out last week. Yes, <laughs> dude, remember Secret Life of the American Teenager? I didn't care for her. What? Anyway, oh my now, god! Now I remember, remember what she I was got say. by Ricky. Now I remember hey, what I was going to say about Kelly. Is right? that? She, that was the first episode. Really? Yeah. That, I had never watched that. That was the premise of the show. Now first I remember season. what I was going to say. The first shot. <clears throat> what oh. makes, at least for me, Katniss... What is that? <laughs> 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 what makes Katniss, for me, like, uh, like a sexy like character isn't because they actually had to, you know, put her in skin tights, you know, clothes and all that stuff. It's because her character is awesome and because Jennifer Lawrence herself is a great... You know, actress, and she's beautiful at the same time. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> right. right. J Law, thanks for listening. Yeah. Okay, next up. Uh, <laughs> also, another character that I like. You guys haven't seen the Hunger Games? I was just wondering. I haven't. Nope. None of you? But I've, I've read this enough. Woody Harrelson is great. I have read this enough. Woody Harrelson is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is awesome. Yeah. I read it. I read it. That's how I did. Yeah, we get it. Image. We, we get he, it. I read that one sentence that mentions his character for a plot point. We need, okay, let's just breathe in. We're obviously overexcited. Three of us are coked up. I was going to bring up. Has anyone ever seen The People vs. Larry Flynn? Yes, no, I, I, I want to. I adore that movie. It's, it's a really good movie. film. He is magnificent in there. Yeah. And so is Courtney Love. Yeah, surprisingly. Have you actually seen it, Orlando? Yes, I oh, okay. It's a great film. Okay, I want, oh, you dude, haven't I, seen it? I want to see it. I really want to see it. No high five. I know. I really want to see it. I am a... Thank you, sir. Uh, no, I, I'm mentioning Woody Harrelson because, and uh, I might be hogging the mic a lot on this one because. Well, uh, grab it and hog yes, it. I will. Uh, because uh, this week, uh, Woody Harrelson was announced that he was going to be the villain in uh, the upcoming uh, Planet of the Apes movie. Yes. Uh, I don't know. It's still not official what, what, what the title is either. It's War of or War for the Planet of the Apes. Hmm. Different site. Um, you know, Fox yeah. hasn't really confirmed it. It might be War of. Yeah. I think. Both of them sound cool to me, but I would say War Four. Yeah, how about War of Four? (laughs) War (laughs) Four, the of planeted. War of of Four, the War of the Planet of the Apes. War Four of of. (sighs) Please continue. Uh, What's called uh, (laughs) the next podcast? The guys who actually have the shooting the shot podcast are going to be listening to us. This is our competition. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's burping on the mic. We're going up against these assholes. <laughs> uh, anyways, well, um, I love uh, the Planet of the Ape franchise. All, uh, the originals and the new uh, with uh, Andy Serkis is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually grew up watching the, the originals uh, around the same time I, I grew up watching um, Twilight Zone. And what I mentioned yeah. is because Rod Serling wrote the original uh, Planet of the Apes. Really? Yeah. I did not know you that. You had no idea? No. Hence all the, you know... The, the twist ending and then how it kind of like represented uh, society around that time. You that know, is really cool. Twilight Zone, you know, yeah. did that a lot with their uh, episodes. I didn't yeah, know I love that. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Do you know about that though? No, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. But okay. it makes sense in my it, mind. It does make sense. <laughs> well, okay. well, you know. well, thank you. Yeah. And um, dun, 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 dun. is that going to be copyrighted and trademark infringement? You stopped. So. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped. <laughs> it was only four notes. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, 
It was parody anyway. It was a set for a joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the first the original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston is uh, my favorite Planet of the Apes film. My second favorite was uh, last year's Don of the Apes. Oh, I'm just um, glad you didn't say the one with Mark Wahlberg. Oh no, no. <laughs> what? Well, that was my that. favorite, guys. I only say one good thing about that: the uh, Rick Baker's makeup, uh, the effect, uh, makeup effects was was uh, makeup effects. Fucking shit. The makeup. <laughs> the makeup. The prosthetics. Everything was great by Rick Baker. I hope you guys agree from the Mark Wahlberg one. No, nobody. Sure. Well, well no. We don't, Tim Burton and Helena, Helena Bottom Carter had a relationship for yeah. what thirteen years because of it. Because that's where they first met. Really? Oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate that they broke up. But, Moving. So, you yeah. know, happy times together. Well, yeah. Two kids. Uh, <clears throat> on to movies again. Yes. That, uh, well, I, that's, they met because they worked on the movie. That's great. Anyway. Through <laughs> uh, lockdowns. I, I was saying that I, I love um, the last Planet of the Apes film because it definitely wasn't a cash grab film. You know, I mean, oh, they, no. they could have easily just like, oh, let's reboot the Planet of the Apes films and just try to make money. Uh, they what? no. I was gonna go on that first half hour. Oh, it was great. Right. The, just the fact that it was the, that they decided to have literally no dialogue. Yeah, just and it was. It felt like a foreign film. Yeah, it was the beauty of it too. It was heavily focused on narrative and characters yeah. for that scene. And when the humans got introduced, it, was, it kind of mirrored the same feeling to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I really no, no, not as much as you, but it was really, really amazing. Not as much as me. What? My favorite film of the year. Oh, well, like I said last week, it was it was between that and Snowpiercer. But I give it a little bit more to Donald Planet of the Apes because of the like the character. What I got from that film is because it's really the message of it is like the world that they live in isn't black and white. You know, like it's not apes are good, humans are bad, or the other way around where humans are good and apes are bad. Exactly, it's gray. You know, both sides have their pros, both sides have their cons, and that's what I loved about that the first one. And uh, and I love the way, you know, even the the vil- so-called villains of the film mm-hmm. were like that because you know the marketing made it look like you know Gary Oldman was going to be two, the, the like, villain, two-dimensional character. Yeah, and then when you when you watch the film and you see his character, you totally understand you know his decisions. You understand him. Like I was thinking, like if I was in his you know in his shoes, I'd probably do the exact same thing. That I he's di- doing. I disagree, but I'd see where he he came from, and I yeah. try to like, no, what you're doing is dumb. I try to rationalize. Yeah, it with yeah. Him. Because it was a rational decision, I just try rationalizing it the other way around. Yeah, yeah. But I understand where he's coming from. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and you could say the same thing about Koba, you know, uh, the character. Like, he, you know, the way he looks at uh, humans. The humans, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason why. Because, you know, he's not necessarily, like, he hates them, but mostly because he's afraid of them because of how they torture them physically and mentally. That scar. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a perfect. visual reminder. Yeah, yeah. And, um,. That's why I, I, I love the, these uh, new ones, and I'm looking forward to War uh, of the Planet of the Apes, or War for the Planet of the Apes. And I'm very excited because Woody Harrelson is one of my favorite actors, and he's played great villains before. Like I, I mentioned last week, uh, he was in Out of the Furnace, and also uh, he played another uh, villain. I don't know if anyone's seen uh, Seven Psychopaths? I have. Yeah, he, I have. he's really... Oh, man, I really want to see that. Oh, it's really good. We should definitely review that film because I, not a lot of people have seen it. I've seen it, and there, there's like one part that I did really click with me. I don't want to say it now because mm. it's going to spoil it's a lot. Good. But the rest of it was really, really good. When that one person died. Um, I'm just saying. No, no. <laughs> have you ever seen uh, In Bruges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, just because I'm a again from my theater background. He Martin McDonough is a prominent Irish playwright, which he started getting more into filmmaking. Yeah, because, with. Uh, yeah, in, in not, with, not with just yeah. with in Bruges, but he ended up winning the Oscar in '95 for right. live the, action short film. What is that? I don't remember, but it was shooter or something. I think so, but it has something to do with a cow. That's all I remember. Um, it had to do yeah. with a cow. 
like prominent. The cow was a prominent. Which always feature. he has this really biting humor. We're not talking about cows. We're talking about apes. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but <laughs> dark I, humor or whatnot. I think he comes from that school of early, like early to mid '90s, like independent era film oh, after yeah. after Tarantino <clears throat> broke the scene with Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, um, and then Paul Thomas Anderson ended up just crashing down the wall with Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. But I think he's been kind of like a a successor to that mentality. <laughs> and Orlando just farted to stop my film theory. Marcus, please continue. I apologize for jumping in. No, I'm just saying that really like Martin McDonald. I know that we're getting off track. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No. I'm, glad, I'm glad of my I'm proud of myself because I'm the one that you usually, you know, talks about other stuff and this time I've been kinda focused on it. And I'm, I haven't been talking about what it. What did today, I just say, Chris? I know. Wait, 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 wait. What movie did we so start talking about in the first place? Well, I was saying that we were talking about that when we were talking about Mockingjay. And then I. Oh my god! No, you guys didn't. I talked about Mockingjay. I said I didn't see the trailer, but I loved Woody Harrelson. And then that's when I. It's called Segways, you guys. It's like like yeah. transition. Transition. There was none when Chris started. No, the transition. Okay, so the transition was was everybody. Okay, everybody who's listening to this, take a shot every time I screw up a word. <laughs> I've been screwing up so. You might be too. very drunk by the end of this. No, you might be dead by the end. Of it's, this. That's what happens when I drink like three, <laughs> three drink sodas. Drink responsibly. Yeah. That's what happens when you drink three sodas in one day. Well, I what like six now for me. I mean, that's what happens to me. I'm saying. Okay, well, I'm fine. I've had Let's three. Keep I'm going. hydrating. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, what I was saying, so I can finish my point about Woody Harrelson, for God's sakes, is that oh, he's a great man. actor, and I can't wait to see what he brings and what Matt Reeves, the director of Don Playing the Apes, and uh, Andy Serkis to the world. Because, like I said, I love the world that they created, where you know it's not black and white. You know, it's, it's yeah. great. And uh, Woody Harrelson, what I love about him, he's like even when he plays uh, a villain, he's always kind of like slightly over the top, but it works in his yes. films. Like, that's how he's in Seven Psychopaths, that's how he is in Out of the Furnace, but it works, you know? Exactly. He's never too over the top, never doesn't really, like, underplay it at the same time. Oh, finally, I got that. <laughs> We're not talking about it. So okay. back to Martin McDonough and the independent <laughs> film of the 90s. <laughs> so he's continuing. Film 101. <laughs> how long have we been going, by the way? Actually, that's, that's been 37 minutes, 55 Jesus seconds. Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Every All time. Right. What's our last trailer? I think no, that, we, that was it. No, we didn't watch no, The Revenant also. Oh, yeah, we did watch we, The Revenant. We can talk about that more. You mean otherwise known as Leonardo DiCaprio's last attempt to get an Academy Award before he turns out to be Peter O'Toole. Exactly. Fun fact, though. He ended up winning a Lifetime Achievement Award. Who? I, Peter O'Toole. Okay. He had been nominated oh, okay. seven times. I think in 2005. Yeah, 2005, he ended up getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Three years later, he was nominated again for Best Actor in a Leading Role. 2005. He was nominated for... Uh, two- uh, well, the Oscars was 2007, and the film came out in 2006. For Venus, you're talking about, right? Venus, yeah. yeah that was oh, you're right. I, I apologize yeah. for the year. Thank I'm good, you for I'm, catching that. I'm good with dates. That's why yeah. when it comes to movies. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. What are we talking about? Okay, we're, uh, talking about we're talking about how Leonardo DiCaprio is just Peter O'Toole reincarnated, but with yes. less Irish. Yeah. I said, Orlando, you really do need to do that tra- uh, uh, Photoshop poster. Uh, the Revenant, Leonardo DiCaprio's last attempt at the Oscars. I know Photoshop better. Disgusting. Okay. Talk about what was the movie we were talking about? <laughs> Am I the one that's been the Revenant? The Revenant. Marcus, did you want to talk about it, or do you want me to? No, I don't actually don't know too much about this, but from the trailer itself, it's really looking promising, and I, 
I'm really excited about the director and mm-hmm. with just like the cast of it too. Up top. But no. Definitely something that I want to watch. When does this kind of come out? Uh, December. Christmas. 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 All right, I'm going to watch it on Christmas. You're going to watch or, it on Christmas. Yeah. Christmas no, time. Why not? Because you're going to be watching Star Wars over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Star Wars comes out on like the 18th or it something. It comes out the 18th. Yep. Yeah, but you're going to watch it every day. Yeah, after. All right. Well. It's Christmas every day, everybody. 25 oh. days of Christmas. Speaking of Star Wars, this week, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight has started filming. <gasps> yeah. Uh, there's pictures of a set uh, with uh, Ryan Johnson and his uh, cinematographer. Uh, I have no idea exactly where they're filming, but there's set pictures already. Okay. Um, a lot of people thought it was reshoots for the, uh, Force Awakens, but it's not. It's uh, episode eight. That's and, great. Uh, also, there's like saying that, uh, you know how there's been rumors that, well, he is going to be in the film, Benicio del Toro, but they're saying that uh, he was going to play the villain. Maybe not. This yeah, time. this time, yeah. Okay. They're saying that maybe not, which I'm cool with too. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, also, there's uh, set pictures of uh, Rogue One where there was like a bunch of uh, dead stormtroopers, <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> like on the ground. And kick it ass and take the stormtrooper names. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not like these new uh, stormtroopers, like from the Force Awakens. These are the original oh. uh, stormtroopers. So it was really cool to see. <laughs> so hunting down the remainder remainder of the Empire before yeah. mm-hmm. Episode Seven. Nice. Well, no. Well, uh, Rogue One takes place before uh, uh, New Hope. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know what, yeah, what it's about? Um, not quite. It, you know the Death Star plans that Darth Vader is looking for? Uh, yeah. They're, they're the team, the ones that got the Death Star plans. Oh, so he's chasing them down. Yeah. Cool. So we might get Darth Vader in Rogue One. That's cool. Yeah. Anybody want to comment on Rogue One or Star Wars Episode Eight? I love Felicity Jones. Yeah, absolutely. She really deserves this. Waiting on Seven. Yeah. I feel she was really. I feel like she was really underappreciated in the theory of everything. I don't think it would have worked as well if she wasn't as like as good of an actress to work against Eddie Redmayne in that film. I think it was really a. I think it's an inside story because I walked in on my mom watching the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going somewhere else. Yeah. Where was she like, was like, what? She was watching it. She's like, then there's like a scene. I haven't seen the theory of everything, but okay. she's like, oh, he's dead now. I'm like, what? Mom, he's not dead. He's a real person. <laughs> They're not just killing him off in the film. And she's like, no, he's dead. He's He died in like the... It's kind of like an Inglourious yeah. Bastards where they kill Hitler in the, the movie It's like, theater. oh. Someone comes out, oh, so that's how he died. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Brad it's like, Pitt. mom, no. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's is still alive and still doing stuff. Yeah. He's not dead. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Spoilers for Theory of Everything. He's, <laughs> he's not dead. What? And I am... What? Just the way you worded it, too. Sorry. It's like, I watched yeah. the yeah, when you first came out. Watching the Theory of Everything. So what? I walked into my mom. <laughs> well, that's a weird Sorry. story. We forget weird you. wording there. <laughs> Don't want to alarm anyone. So I walked into Marcus's the mom watching the theory of everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a couple having sex in the corner. <laughs> I apologize, Mrs. Vickers. I'm sure you're a really nice woman. Sorry, I'm sorry, Marcus. What is this? She's definitely listen. She hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I advertise this? 
No, my mom will never watch this. Oh, okay. Let's see. How can she? We're not filming this week. Okay. I wrote this. No, I wrote this. It was a trailer, but. Uh, What's the trailer? No, uh, The Fifth Wave. It's uh, The only reason why I was going to mention is that uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is uh, in the lead. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge uh, Chloe Grace Moretz fan. Yeah, she's uh, wonderful. Yeah, but no, um, the film, it's just like another young adult novel adaptation. Where, okay, then. Yeah, that's why we didn't really Thank watch you. it. Thank um, you. I just put it in my. Why did I put Would it in you, my. Oh, well, is that well, the one where she plays like the cello, or is that some other. No, this one's there's, there's like a, a lot of them out it's right an, now. There's a lot of her. It's an alien invasion. That oh, okay. <laughs> so she can play the cello. It's the host or whatever. It's the host. I guess. Oh, maybe. Okay. The only reason I put it here is because of Chloe Grace Martz, So. Okay. Anyways. Cool. Uh, this week also, was fun, after uh, many weeks of rumors that she was going to be in the film, it's finally been uh, confirmed that Rachel McAdams is going to be the female lead in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, I've been excited. I've like maybe Doctor Strange might be my most anticipated film for uh, the new f- Phase Three of the Marvel films. Okay. Um, mm, not sure about that. Well, I mean, I, I really like the character Doctor Strange. No, I, I like the Doctor world. Strange. Yeah. It's like one yeah. of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, it's time. it's really cool. And, uh, I'm actually excited. I'm actually glad that Benedict Cumberbatch got cast. I know some people. I could see that. Some people were like, "Well, that was like the safe choice, or, like the obvious choice." But I'm like, "Maybe, but I mean, he's still a great actor, you know." Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the '80s, Jack Nicholson was the obvious choice for the Joker, and he was great. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it's going to be the same thing. And um, I think Rachel McAdams. I mean, she's a great actress too. She is very underappreciated. Yeah, I think really just that uh, she's great. Just maybe her, you know, some of the films she chooses to do aren't always, you know, the best. Aren't critically acclaimed or financially great uh, I agree make um, a lot of money but uh, this uh, I mean I'm looking forward to hearing it I know Chiwetel Ejiofor is also in the what is this? what Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor no I know Chiwetel Ejiofor my, my for some reason my phone autocorrected it for Chiwetel Smokeless <laughs> Chiwetel Smokeless okay Um, I don't know why what Chiwetel Ejiofor uh, Mads Mikkelsen is also in it uh, yeah. Daniel Brühl and uh, my favorite casting of that film so far is uh, besides Benedict Cumberbatch is Tilda Swinton yes mm-hmm. yeah she's playing the ancient one who mm-hmm. in the like, comic books yeah. it's like uh, he's actually a male character and it's pretty, I think it's pretty hardcore that they change it to a female character they do, they're not necessarily going to do that because she's actually been known for playing male characters because of kind of like this gender neutral look that she right. can oh, really yeah. push yeah. kind of like David Bowie did back in the yeah, 70s yeah. so well, Connor always says that he, he Connor Bryan says he looks all like Tilda Swinton. So <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> well, I mean, I think she is playing a female though. That'd be cool. I think so. That's I thought that was pretty hardcore. Uh, yeah, she does, might, she, she might play the gen- gender this one for the ancient one. Probably that would probably be more of a yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of her, so that's why. Oh, I'm back. I'm a huge fan of her, so that's why uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, anybody also excited besides me? No, Martin? I'm really excited about yeah. this one. Oh, I never remember. Scott Derrickson is the director of the film. The guy who directed uh, Sinister, right? Yeah, Sinister. He directed... Uh, what's it called? He, he directed a film... It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> he directed a film last year. Deliver uh, from Evil. Yeah, yeah. Which I heard... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, you're I heard mixed it. You, oh, you, did you watch it? Yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's not... Deliver us from you. Wait, oh. I think so. Okay. I'll be right back. Yeah, I've not seen any of his films, so I can't I comment. Seen, I haven't seen Sinister either, though I heard it was really good. Hmm. Uh, for the most part, I heard it was good. Maybe really good for a lot of other horror fans. But uh, as for Deliver Us from Evil, I thought it was, from my understanding, I heard from a lot of people that it was very 
artsy. <laughs> Not artsy, but trying too hard into oh, okay. the gore factor. Oh, okay. Well, he, he directed Sinister, and we were talking about this earlier. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Sinister. And, uh, what I liked about Sinister is that, um, like how I said, how like Donna Pine and the Apes, like Sinister didn't feel like it was like trying just to be like you know a cash grab, you know, because like horror films are really easy to make, you know, they're really cheap, and then mm-hmm. they always make paranormal activity. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Darren, I mean uh, Scott uh, Derrickson, he and like James Wan, Wan, what they can do is like uh, they get great actors for uh, these films, so they get great performances. Yeah, which a lot of uh, horror films are missing great performances, yeah. and yes. uh, and also they create a great like creepy atmosphere. The visuals. I mean, when you look at that film, the house, the and see where uh, Ethan Hawke lives. Yeah. Great. Uh, Lighting, like I said, a creepy atmosphere. Uh, there's shots of like they film, uh, they use like Super 8 to make like really creepy videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, he, he gets great performances out of actors and can create great atmosphere. And I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to um, Doctor Strange. Okay. Anybody else? Anything else? Oh, I mean, I'm excited for it because it's Marvel Cinematic, you know. Yeah, and also, like, yeah. with I like because like Marvel's like choosing like different franchises, you know. I mean, like, I mean I, I'm sorry, uh, genres of film. Yeah. Well, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is like the space opera, you know. That's sci-fi. my most anticipated of Phase yeah. 3. Guardians Volume 2. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one oh, and that, that one and Doctor Strange are both my... That one, and you know how um, Captain America is now like the spy sort of like espionage sort of... Uh, type yeah. of film. Well, I don't know if exactly... But like the Condor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, so definitely uh, Doctor Strange is going to be the more paranormal sort of uh, horror type of film. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you can end the film on Ain't No Mountain High enough again, then I'm more excited for that. For yeah, any movie that can do that, yeah. That was Guardians One. I know. I said Ain't No Mountain. Oh, I'm sorry. That was it ended on Jackson Five. Yeah, yeah they ended with uh, what's called. Uh, I want you back. Exactly. I said it out of tune. We're okay. No, that's cool. Yeah, I'm you're watching. Back. You're referencing something. You know. Yeah. Playing the whole thing. I'm drinking Coke. Whatever. <laughs> Okay. He's just a like, totally chill let's, lawyer let's back there. Let's talk more about Phase 3 of Marvel. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, no. Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, good. I mean, that's great, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm more excited for Captain Marvel and Inhumans and Black Panther. That's and Thor Phase Ragnarok, three. actually. Who do you want? But that's for? not Phase 3, is it? Yeah, it is. It is Phase 3. Yeah. All of that's Phase 3. Yeah. I thought that was part of Phase 4. No, no Phase 4 is a completely new thing. Okay. It's, a three, it's gonna be a 3X structure. It's yeah. an extended phase. Okay. Which makes you a little sad, because I heard... He, he kind of sighed of like disappointment. Oh. Not really. Who are you looking forward to? Uh, what's it called as uh, Captain Marvel? I don't know. Because I know they want like uh, Emily Blunt, and then they want uh, what's crazy. her name? She was in the new Mission Impossible film. Oh God, Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. She Which I think she'd be great too. Yeah, but she was also relatively unknown. But that'd be yeah. a great role for her. I said. I know Ronda really? Rousey is no. like trying to <laughs> stop. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. That it's necessarily a good thing, but she's fighting for it like crazy. Yeah, no, she's kinda fighting like, for like it because her fa- a lot of fans have yeah. pushed for her and yeah. put fan art of her. Also, as. she's gonna be playing as herself in her own like a uh, biopic sort of, kind of like you know Eight Mile, where Eminem uh, <clears throat> kind of played himself. Is it going to have all the nerdy aspects of like her Pokemon training days? Because I would watch that movie just for that. <laughs> I'm, not, so. I'm not kidding. Because like as, as soon as she stopped talking about Pokemon, I'm out. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, Captain Marvel. <laughs> also, I heard that they, uh, in the rumor, like, Charlie Theron, especially after, Oh, like, I can see uh, that, too. Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max. I can see that, too. Yeah. 
So I mean, all like all those names are besides Ronda Rousey. Are, like, <laughs> she can pull well, off the look, but oh, she's, no, 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 she, she's uh, the lead. She's taking uh, Patrick Swayze's uh, Roadhouse World, remake. Yeah, Roadhouse remake. Oh, oh God, <laughs> more eighties remake. Yeah. Point Break is coming out the same. I don't know. Is it the same day I or it was the Christmas? Week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Notice week the after. dead silence after we said there were eighties remakes. Yeah. There's only like three films left to remake. Predator. Mm. Predator. The Dead Silence. Back to the Future. Don't you dare. Oh, Back no, to no. the Future will be coming. Just saying, wait I, for it. I'm right? not saying that the show. I'm saying the, the ones that are left are, are, like you said, Predator, Back to the Future, and Howard the Duck. <laughs> that one might be great. Howard the Duck? Because they can make a Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Well, he's technically is, because if you well, wait at the end of yeah, but I don't think they want to do No, that. I'm not saying that would be a good idea. Well, I'm just saying this was left. <laughs> How could they make it any worse? They couldn't, but they, I don't think. Well, if they do, to. if they if they end phase three, and then like the first short after that is, oh, what if they use the end of like Avengers: Infinity Wars phase two to transition into like phase four, and they open up on the Great Lake Avengers? We're gonna be talking about Channing Tatum in, um, <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, I was talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's, what, are we that's, talking to X Men right now? Or what? Yeah, you we're know, gonna be you don't know about the Great Lake Avengers. Yes, I know, but no, but, we're not. Dude, I want to see a Squirrel Girl movie. No. What? Yes. Stop. Marvel, at least, at least a short. A Marvel is pushing off things like the Inhumans for later because they're hoping that maybe they'll get the X Men. That is their hopes. Yeah. That's the reason Inhumans is like the last movie on their roster right now. Uh, yeah, the one before uh, Avengers uh, Phase Two. No, Infinity Wars. Infinity, Infinity, yeah, two. That one. But they just like oh, <clears> they push that one. Yeah. Well, Every I, time they when they I got think, Spider-Man, they're like push it back. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, I think aren't they promoting uh, Inhumans and the Agents of Shield? I think. Yeah, yes, they are. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't watch. Well, it, there's there's some people that aren't really yeah. caring about them right now. Yeah. So, I used to like, watch a lot. More. Do you think because we make fun of Fantastic Four so many times? Uh, do you think Marvel will actually uh, get it back, or do you think Fox is going to try one more time to try to fix it? Well, I don't know. Can they get their actors? to commit to a role that people already know that they've screwed up yeah. three times. Three times. Well, Can Fox yeah. stop touching like the properties of New Directions? Because, I mean, they're doing great with the X-Men films, in my opinion. I mean, not all of them are great, but they're, they're mm. like some of them. But before this happened, this this was kind of like, like the first X-Men movie was the first one to establish the modern uh, superhero blockbuster yeah, that one series. Is, sort and of Blade. Blade, Blade yeah, yeah. made it a moderate success. Yeah. X-Men blew it out of yeah. the water. Um, because of that, then and we then had Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah, and then Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and the next two. Yeah, then Marvel came into it. And was well, like, no, we're going to make our the Dark own Knight happened. Batman Begins happened. Well, yeah, the Dark Knight happened, yeah. and then Iron Man happened at the same time. Yeah, and then branched off to you're either going to nullify, nullify everything. Yeah, exactly. Or you're going to franchise everything. And what Marvel is, yeah. because and that's what DC is doing yeah. now. Yeah, because like, especially, especially after like the Dark Knight came out, like not just comic book films, but a lot of films were like, we got to be darker because you know, yeah, everybody loved the Dark Knight, and then Casino Royale. Yeah, exactly. And then well, yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree. But then once Avengers like proved that, once Marvel proved that a cinematic universe could actually work with you know the Avengers, with, like, that's when, humor. Yeah, and uh, but just not just that. But but I, mean, they, like, I, having, I think they proved that with Iron Man. Right? 
But I'm talking about like a cinematic universe because if the Avengers failed, like oh, if it wasn't a good film, then yeah. it would have been terrible for Marvel. That's but why DC is trying to rush exactly the, the but, Justice League. Yeah, but I'm saying what I'm saying is that I don't know if you guys agree. Like once Avengers like proved that it was it, it was a great film and like it can actually work. You know, the cinematic universe. Yeah. After that, yeah, like you said, DC, and then not only that, but now maybe X Men is going to be doing that. Star Wars is going to be doing that now. I heard they wanted to do that with Terminator, but <laughs> it doesn't look like it's going to. Genesis was so good, guys. Better in Salvation. I haven't seen it. But I read the synopsis, though. Okay. I was saying, what do you guys think is going to happen with Fantastic Four? I don't think there's Marvel doesn't want to touch it right now. They They canceled the comic book series. Yeah. Well, they canceled it before this. Yeah. Well, they canceled it like two weeks before the movie came out. Marvel doesn't need them. (laughs) I mean, it is Marvel's first family. Yeah. You know, but they don't. First major success. I mean,. Nobody really cares about the Fantastic Four right now because of the failed film. Well, yeah. not just that. Nobody really cared about them. For well, the comics. People aren't buying the comics. Exactly. Yeah. So, giant coinkydink, probably. But I think that's why Marvel well, pushed so hard to get their <laughs> like their, a, their favorite you know, superhero. A couple, a couple of months ago, you just hear Fox. They hired Brad Bird. It's like you, you did the Incredibles, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can do Fantastic we Four. Can, <laughs> have you make the Fantastic yeah. Four? But. One, I think one really big key thing that's in that property are the villains. Yeah. No, they want they want Doom. They want, they want Galactus. Doom. Yes. They want the Galactus. Silver Surfer they want thrown Silver into the mix. They want Annihilus for yeah, right. like. Um, because like one thing they can do because I heard they're going to be rebooting uh, X Men after this after uh, Apocalypse and after the standalone uh, Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. They're going to be rebooting it. The one way one thing they can do is that in one of those films they introduce Reed Richards or something. Ooh. And introduce—that's my opinion. Like they introduce the characters in those films, and you'd be like, "Oh man, like now they look cool." You know, I can't wait to see that film. Well, okay, that was kind so of like, well. The plan was to have this success, the Fantastic Four, yeah. and then they could do a crossover with yeah. the X Men later. Because how they explore like different dimensions. Yeah, that, that, that was it. But obviously, and then Deadpool <laughs> would do his thing, but yeah. that's not—that's not happening with. Fantastic Four. I just know once we start talking about Fantastic Four, we just got really depressed. Yeah. Marcus has like not said one word. <laughs> I like the movie. Yeah. I'm like, okay, next. Comic books? But Deadpool <laughs> looks promising. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like the one film where Ain't Ryan Reynolds... Give it to you. I'm gonna... Sorry, keep going. I'm just so afraid we're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for it. It's in my head. It's in my head. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's in my head. It's in my head. It's in my head. I I like Deadpool because, well, Fox can't ruin him any more than they did in the previous movie. Well, they sewed his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, I mean, they make fun of it. They make fun of it in the. what, five the time trailer trailer yeah five, five time Academy Award viewer <laughs> right oh no, man that got me like so that's and brilliant. then the pipe oh yeah drops <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> but uh, one of my, me and my other friends were talking about how you this, have other friends yes you stole since my when <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how this could be like how Hugh Jackman is synonymously known with Wolverine this yeah. could be Ryan Reynolds yeah like with like with Green Lantern guys, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. He's right. The thing with Ryan Reynolds because everybody, everybody loves Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he I do think he's a great actor and he's very charismatic mm-hmm. on screen and off. The problem is like he just hasn't had a hit really since. Good he did good as Green Lantern, but the storyline was fucking horrible. Like if they would have yeah. gave him a good story, yeah, 
Texas. Like, well, like what Ryan Reynolds says, the only good thing that happened about the film is that he met his wife. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's um, the only thing. Is but guess, the last thing you said he, was, he did was really good and was buried. You were going to say that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buried, yeah. Buried. Oh, okay. Bird. 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 He was, he was a bird and buried. <laughs> See now, I I really I, I have uh, realized I shouldn't drink a coke because I was super excited at the beginning. And I'm like really t- now I'm really no, tired. No, no we just, it's not it the was, coke. It was the fantastic. It was, yeah, it was. And it drained your energy. Yeah. I need another coke. If that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, I was just going to quickly talk about uh, because this week uh, Darren Aronofsky uh, announced he's going to be doing uh, the Evil Knievel film, and he hmm. got uh, Channing Tatum to play Evil Knievel. See, that's what I want to talk about, because uh, I know some people still don't like Channing Tatum. I, I, I'm a huge... I, I do like Channing Tatum. I yeah, like Channing Tatum, but I can't... I don't see him as evil. Because what I was going to talk about, because like when Channing Tatum first came out, everybody said the same thing. He's just... One-dimensional you know, actor. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't act. And it wasn't until 2012 where he came out with... Twenty One Jump Street. Let me finish, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> 21 Jump Street and uh, Magic Mike, which... Obviously, we all here agree that Magic Mike is better. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I read the script. I agree. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> 21 Jump Street. Dallas? You know. Oh. Gabriel Iglesias was in it, you know. Was he really? Oh, yeah. Dude, that was my yeah. favorite part. Yeah, oh, well, gee, guys. Like, I, when I saw 21 Jump Street, I, I loved it. I, I actually do think that uh, Channing Tatum like, stole the show a lot. In both films, actually. I actually haven't seen... I read the script of Magic Mike. That's just as close as I got. No, I'm talking about the Jump Street films. Oh, the tweet. Yeah, the Jump yeah. Street films. I thought we were, you were saying the both films because you used to have Magic Mike. And well, those are My the My speech fil- impediment is coming. Too much sugar. See, that's oh. what I'm saying. See, I told you. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, what well, before, before that, what was Channing Tatum really known for? Like, step just up, the Step Up and, step and up. the G.I. Joe films. But nobody liked him in those stuff. You know, everybody was... Every time, you know, when the 21 Jump Street and Magic Mike trailer came out and the comments were like... There's a lot of jokes like this is going to be the last film that these are the two last films that Channing Tatum is going to do because you know nobody likes nobody, him and then he that proved idea. that you know he can he actually can act yeah, yeah, yeah he can act oh, and man. after that he's had a lot of financial like a lot of critical acclaimed films and like, like financially Fox successful Foxcatcher yeah, yeah a lot of people were saying yeah Steve Carell was amazing but the heart of the film was really yeah, Channing Tatum absolutely. and he was totally underappreciated yeah. for that and, and I feel like because he, you know he's doing this film now with Darren Aronofsky and. Uh, Evil Knievel. He. I don't know if they finished filming. I'm pretty sure the Coen Brothers' next film, Hail Caesar. He's also the lead in it. He's also he's producing and he's going to be starring in, in Gambit. I feel like at this point, Chain Tatum has proven that he he can act. Now he's going to be trying to prove that he can really really act. And I feel he started doing that with last year in Foxcatcher. Okay. And now I feel like that's what he's going to be trying to do now with Evil Knievel and the uh, Coen Brothers' film, Hail Caesar. That's going to be. You know, do you guys agree on that? I feel uh, like that's what he's trying to do. I'm not sure if you guys have anything, but this immediately came to mind. This his career so far has kind of been emulating Brad Pitt's back when he started acting. Yeah. A lot of people knew him for like the first big role that I remember him in. Some was that, <laughs> well, before that, he, is that he played he had two episodes in the show Growing Pains where he played like this jerk rock star that was a friend of the family or whatever. He was with Leo DiCaprio. No, this was before Leo showed up. Okay, but um. Because Leo, Leo DiCaprio hasn't been good since Growing Pains, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he should have won the Oscar for Gilbert Grape, man. I, I, I'm, argu- I'm uh, like full-heartedly arguing that. Anyway. Growing Pains. Right? I, okay. I would want to sing the theme song, but I don't. <laughs> I'll do it. No. Stop. Anyway. Stop. 
His first major Show film role was grin in your face. <laughs> Show, Show me, me that grin. grin. <laughs> too many cokes, ladies and gentlemen. Too many cokes. Or too many cooks. Before, anyway, anyway. Before we go, Orlando, are you okay? Yeah. You look really bad. Do you want to... <laughs> What's wrong? Tell us. What's wrong, Orlando? Are we even recording this it's, it's You can... Come on, just, just hit me in the arm. No, tell, what are we, we get sued. It's all Chris's fault. <laughs> I'm not saying you guys have to financially we support say, this. We're saying, show us that grin. What, on no, your face. On that face. Is that show a problem? That we're not going to get... That's not... We'll get a cease and desist. Okay. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. really? <laughs> well, yeah. no, we changed up the lyrics and we didn't even have the melody. We decided yeah. to monitor At the voice. very most, that's what we'd get first. Okay. So. At the very least, people just won't listen. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, fuck anyway. these guys. They yeah. keep on singing. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> we gotta listen to the other guy. <laughs> his first mate, back to Brad Pitt, because it's, it's really important. His first major film role was that extra, and not the extra, supporting role in Thelma yeah. and Louise. From that point on, he did like a bunch of these roles where he, he was just known as the. The pretty boy and everything until yeah. Seven came along in '95, yeah. and people started taking him seriously. And then '99 came along and Fight Club, and that's yeah. where he really started booming up. In fact, well, uh, he, I feel like um, that one also uh, Legend of the Falls helped him a lot, and uh, mm-hmm. an Interview with the Vampire. Which Interview with the Vampire mm-hmm. was the first one I, I saw him in, and I thought he was really great in that too. True. And then I felt the same way too. I was like, because I knew him, but I knew about his films like. Mr. and Mrs. Smith and mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven where he does play you know that really you know the handsome guy who you know can do a lot of cool stuff like in, I haven't seen the film so <laughs> I don't know exactly what the films are about you haven't seen Ocean? Is no I haven't seen it one of these days we're going to have to watch all three yeah I know we will because it's <laughs> part of our debate yeah, it's just a well, part of our debate Matt Damon is but right. definitely, I definitely uh-huh. did feel that way about him I was like oh he just plays a pretty boy and then I saw Interview with the Vampire <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was a pretty boy but he held his own against Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. He was great. Yeah. So, um, but um, Fight Club's kind of what not only yeah. made him popular, but made him popular with the ladies. Yeah, like really badly. Oh, yeah, and he married Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, Jennifer Aniston. Uh. <laughs> you know, the respect for his acting ability never came about until I would say Seven and Fight Club onwards. Yeah. It took him a while to get there. And then and Channing Tatum. I think his first major film role that I, that like major. What even before then was he was an extra in She's All That the Amanda Bynes movie. No, she, she's the man. Actually, she's the man. she wasn't an extra. He wasn't an extra. He, he was, was actually the love interest. The love interest. Yeah. I watched that. Doesn't he stick tampons in his nose or something like that? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he plays like so. a character, and apparently he's, he's just kind of deadpan the entire time. Yeah, yeah he's right? just yeah. But he also had this little indie film called A Guide to Knowing Your Saints. Apparently, he was pretty good in like, that. A guy, what? A Guide to Knowing Your Saints. Oh, okay. Where it starts Shia LaBeouf, and then it was really, it was really just a giant flashback. Just do it. <laughs> it was really just a giant flashback movie with Robert Downey Jr. walking through his old apartment, and then Shia played him in the past, and Channing Tatum played his brother. And he apparently Channing Tatum was really good in it, but nobody saw it. Right. But that's where the critical acclaim started coming up, and he started doing these bigger films like Step Up, which is where he got famous for. Um, so I just see that mirroring. Uh, was it ten years? Later, with the same effect as Brad Pitt had. Probably. Yeah. Well, Step Up came up on the craze of dance movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's After quickly last time the yard came out, and then well, the stuff. first one was uh, You Got Served. You Got Served. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Orlando have clearly seen these movies. <laughs> I've actually I seen love that movie. You Got Served. Too. You Got Served. I'll just there, there is good dancing film. in the movie. There, there is yeah, really good dancing, but everything else, yeah. Enjoy the movie. dancing. Okay. Just 
turn on the movie to watch a dance scene, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But I'm yeah. saying, like, if if it was terrible dancing, then just the whole movie fails. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least that movie had good dancing. Great. Change Adam's awesome. Uh, we're talking about Gambit. Uh, Rupert Wyatt, uh, who was originally directing the film, has. Okay. Okay. Just like you know. Okay. Uh, Rupert Wyatt, who was originally directing uh, Gambit, has left. Actually, now that he was leaving. Uh, do you guys? Is this? I mean, were you guys looking forward to Gambit? And if so, that Rupert Wyatt. What's, what's the studio behind this again? Fox. Fox. Okay. But I don't. I really don't think this because what they're saying is because uh, they rewrote the script. Like they were just fixing up the script, and it turned out that uh, they had extended by two months. And uh, Rupert Wyatt had signed up to do another film, and it was it just screwed up his entire schedule. So he said he just had to leave. Um, that's that's what they're yeah, saying. That's the uh, after what happened to Josh Trank, uh, see, I don't think so because like, I, I have this thing where I said that uh, where like I think Rupert Wyatt is at that point, especially with the success for Rising of the Apes. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people now are you know looking up, looking forward to his film. I feel like he has more. Has a bigger name than what Josh Trank and Gavin Hood did when Gavin Hood did or, uh, X Men Origins. But then now it's about to bring up Neil Blomkamp for the Alien Five movie, quote unquote. Right. And he had to leave too. He had to cast production. The main contributing factor to both of those was that it was both at 20th Century Fox. Yeah. And um, after hearing about what happened to him, even though he wasn't as big of a name, I don't know if he was at studio for most of their films. Fox. Mm-hmm. Like with Brian Singer and Apocalypse, yeah. he's got full reign because he, yeah, he essentially yeah. started an entire yeah. film genre thing yeah. for the past what fifteen years now. I'm looking at my watch and it says it's been fifteen years since X Men came out. Yeah. So I mean, the only like positive thing is that they get another director who's actually like you know way better. But I mean, like I don't know that much. I mean, the only thing I know about Gambit is uh, through the animated series, which was great. But I, I really don't know the whole origin or anything or what style they should go for. I was looking forward to it because I am a Rupert Wyatt fan. Mm-hmm. Even though he did the last year of The Gambler, right? Which wasn't really successful with Mark Wahlberg. Which movie? Oh, The Gambler? Yeah, he did, he did, yeah, that? He did that one, yeah. Well, that was a remake. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, was James Caan, I think. Oh, really? I don't think it was. It was either James Caan or Paul Newman. I, I thought, remember. I thought it was a black and white movie. What was it? It been either James Caan or Paul Newman. Probably Paul Newman. Anybody upset that Wyatt, Rupert White left? Kind of. Yeah. I don't really have no comment on it. Yeah. So. You're so sad that. <laughs> well, so I'm sad. still not sold. I haven't seen anything by Channing Tatum that I haven't seen. Basically, any of his films except for She's the Man. <laughs> so, you haven't seen, you haven't seen oh, 21 Jumps? No, I okay, well, I have that in my movie list. So, when yeah. I give you like my passwords and everything for my mm-hmm. voodoo, you could go ahead and watch yeah. it. All you want. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. totally watch it, but I, I'm not really hyped for a Gambit film just because I don't really know. Like Channing Tatum's right. range of talent, just because I really like the character of Gambit, just mm-hmm. like from the animated right. series. So I'm just hoping that it would be a good film. Right there. Well, the, this I, definitely is like a passion project because he's producing it and mm-hmm. he's been talking about wanting to do it for a long time. Channing Tatum was originally going to be uh, Gambit in Origins, but he had just signed a contract to Paramount to do uh, uh, the GI Joe films. So yeah, he wasn't able to, which he dodged a bullet basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have been, been like Ryan Reynolds and be like, I'm coming back. Poor Taylor Kish. I, guess I thought cool. Taylor Kish did a good job at yeah. Origins. Did, did, I, for that one did you hear scene. about what happened with Taylor Kitsch with all stuff? Like, he basically, he was a super excited for it and then he did a lot of research. He actually, like, learned how to, you know, put cards on that stuff and he oh, did man. so much research and he talked to the producers. Basically, the producers were like, yeah, okay, that's cool, kid. Uh, wait, and we'll call you when uh, film, filming's ready. 
And he'll be like, uh, okay. And he's like, oh, I got the accent done. He's like, yeah, you just need to do a southern accent. Aww. And basically. <laughs> or, that's, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah, no, that's what I'm like saying. When an actor gets like a role, it's like, I have to do all this stuff. I, I love the character. I love the idea behind yeah. like the central themes and everything. And they're relegated to, what, maybe 10 minutes in the movie? I guess. He's like 15 minutes, right? Like almost just 15 minutes. He has the scene before the last scene and part of like less than the entire last scene. Yeah. That's it. I don't think he would have been terrible with just the film itself was yeah. awful. Yeah. All thanks to Fox because yeah. Kevin Hutt had so little control on it. Yeah, absolutely. Like those CG claws like, in the bathroom? Because, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Those are horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Orlando, since the beginning of this podcast, you've just been doing we're talking about Fox movies. I know. Right now. I know. <laughs> we had to. This Alien part. 3, guys. Let's get back to that. Just, yeah, no. We're not talking about Alien that. 3. No, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're not talking about Resurrection, which doesn't exist. Yeah. Can we move on to a happier subject? We were on Marvel, and somehow we ended up to the bad side of Marvel that isn't owned by Marvel. <laughs> so Thor Ragnarok is... Though I wasn't as happy with the first two movies. I mean, they, the first one was okay. The I, second one was... Yeah, I like I like the first one. I was disappointed with the second one. I what? thought Loki was great in the second one. I think Loki that's, was great in both of those. The second one was more to introduce the Infinity Stones. Yeah, that yes. really that's exactly really cool. Which I I think that might be a problem yeah. with Doctor Strange because they might force it in that movie. Yeah. Because they still Don't have, look at me. Don't look at me that way. Don't look you look like you're going to punch me. <laughs> I'm just saying they have two Infinity Stones that they still try to right. introduce and I feel Doctor like Strange is probably going to be one of right. the movies that they push it in. Right. Oh, you heard right that Doctor Strange might not be an origin uh, film, that they just might kind <laughs> of hint at it. Well, because Marvel which doesn't want to do more origin yeah. movies. Anyway. Which I think is pretty cool. I mean, really I, cool. I think it's dumb when people say, well, it's never been done before. I'm like, well, the original Tim Burton film was kind of like that. There yeah. was just one flashback and that's it. For which one? Uh, the original Tim Burton Batman movie. That's it, true. It yeah. wasn't an origin film. No, it was there was just one quick flashback and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I, I feel like they can do that too. I think that's what we need with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I feel like I've absolutely. seen this damn thing. Dude, if they ever do a dance montage in a library, then it's not a jo- true John Hughes movie. Come on, guys. Oh, Just him great. by himself, you know, rocking out. How do you guys sure. feel with Tom Holland as, as Spider-Man? I think he's oh, definitely... That one kid? Yeah. That one kid? <laughs> that one kid? Well, the one I don't even know who he is. He, he really looks... I mean, that's... The, I was about to say he... You know, does look like kid. He doesn't look like a thirty-year-old trying to play a nineteen. Yeah, it doesn't look like Tobey Maguire's like, "Hey guys, I'm in high school." Hey it's guys, like, so haven't you graduated? I was actually talking about. I thought we were talking about. Yeah, I was actually talking about. Oh well. And you, still, if you watch they both it, look. the honest trailers, it's like, uh, and Peter Parker, the oldest-looking seventeen-year-old, and then it was Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, Peter Parker, the oldest-looking nineteen-year-old you've ever seen. And I'm like, it's kind of true. Kind of. Kind of. It's like Emma Stone. All right. Andrew Garfield too. Well, I mean, Come I just on. say kind of because I mean, I, I really like. He had five o'clock shadow, like crazy. Yeah, most high schoolers don't. Have. I'm sorry, I didn't. There was a guy with a full-grown beard in freshman year. There was always so. like that one guy. <laughs> there was always that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Spider-Man or Peter Parker is not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But seriously, um, dance montage, Spider-Man, or else. Yeah. Uh, not quick, not Sam Raimi Spider Man three, but eighties. Talk about Guillermo uh, del um, Quickly, I just want to say something. Uh, I need to fix up something I said from last podcast because a reliable source that I know, someone who I really trust, screwed me over some, with some facts. What's that? <laughs> uh, last week I said that how uh, Guillermo del Toro isn't Mexican; he's from Spain. 
Well, it turns out he is Mexican. <laughs> hey, yeah. what did I tell you? Yeah. What did I tell you? This they, were, source, they were the three amigos for yes. a reason. This source told sure. me he was pretty sure that he was from Spain. And then I did my research and it's like, no. Nope, so. I thought he was... Yeah, yeah he's... I saw the name of the city yeah. or the province so he, or whatever he was from. He is from Mexico. Like, and, really uh, south of the con- like really south of the country yeah. too, right? Yeah. Well, it was announced early this week that Pacific Rim 2 might be delayed. And then at the end of the week, Guillermo Toro said that it might not. So, Can we not make the movie? Period. You didn't like uh, the first one? Well, yeah. no, I, get uninvited I enjoyed that one. It's a wannabe Gundam Dude. wing. That's... That was a lot of his influence. <laughs> Say that a lot closer. Just repeat this. Did it really offend you that much? It was just like you have you have Idris Elba. He's a great actor. Yeah. And you have his one speech that you gave away in the trailer. Right. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, okay, that speech really sucked in reality when you watch the movie. No, he's canceling the apocalypse. And then it's like, okay, this is just shitty. This is like, oh, I mean. It's hard to do a great speech uh, once Bill Pullman did his speech from Independence Day. <laughs> Nobody can beat true. that speech. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But that was awful. I, I, I want to sing the theme I, so badly right now, but Marcus so is what? purposely placed, what? placed in of front what? of me. A Pacific Rim. Oh, well. No. Because Marcus has been put, purposely put in front of me to prevent me, to remind me that lawsuits can no, I really happen. Th- I really thought that you're once he mentioned Tim Burton's Batman, I thought you're gonna bring that in. Oh yeah. I really thought I was expecting that. I'm refraining from that because I've done it so many times. But the Pacific Rim did I'm just trying to try and alter it, but I can't do it. Well you're trying what? I was gonna try to do like something similar to the Tim Burton film, but I was like it's really hard not to. Do the dude. I'm refraining from doing that. If you guys want to hear that one, just go check it out on YouTube or something. Yeah, because I can't do that. Danny Elfman. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys enjoyed Pacific? I yes. I thought it was a fun film. I enjoyed it just because I'm really a big. Fan it's a really of weird it. thing because when I saw the first time, I liked it, and then I completely forgot. Like I, I don't know what happened in that movie. Like it just erased from my memory. But you were what about the fight scenes and the visuals? I liked it. You remember those? This is actually the. Most I don't know. I don't. Re- I remember liking it. I don't remember. Okay. I just remember. <laughs> I know that he gets he gets like a ship and makes it like a baseball bat. And then there's that one weird thing where like doesn't he like he oh, has his fist and, and then the, the office ball thing? yeah just like the little visual gags first of all were amazing mm-hmm. yeah. but I when they weren't doing that, that the best parts were the Charlie Day parts mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Looks you can't like, argue against it, it looks like, a lot like he uh, made the rest Rick, of the Rick plot. Moranis from uh, <laughs> what's called the Ghostbusters he looks a little like that I don't think he looks like there's that. a scene where he has like a helmet on or something like that he looks yes a little like, yeah. okay I agree with you that's with what that. I meant but um okay the plot. Very contrite, very yeah. formulaic. Well, I'm, I'm okay but with that because I don't because think it, it serviced the, yeah. the rest of the film. Yeah, I mean the time in which wasn't it released during like the summer blockbuster time? It, it was. Also? It was released in one of the most dis- disappointing summers, summer 2013. Yeah. That that year, I mean, Man of Steel came out. And then mm-hmm. It came the year after the Avengers. It, yeah. was the big problem. Mm-hmm. But it lost the box office opening to weekend grown-ups too. to Grown Ups too. Yeah. And well, it recouped all of his. Yeah, it lost all of his I mean, money in the U.S., but it gained all the rest of it back in China yeah. and Russia and which, Japan. Which is the reason why it's possible that it's not going to be delayed because they barely made their budget back, basically. Yep. Um, Themes going on in my head, by the way. Electric guitar. 
See, I don't remember it. Or, uh, the theme or anything. I remember. I just remember that. <laughs> he one. doesn't remember the movie, but it was. Yeah, great. he enjoyed it. I remember it. liking it, but I, and I just remember one it. one problem I had is when he pulls out the sword. I'm like, why didn't you pull that out like since the beginning? Yeah, I didn't care. That was. A, <laughs> it was a fun buildup. I was like, why did they? Oh, that's still so cool. I guess so. But uh, so uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. This is oh, by the way, that whole like ending shot of that was like, oh, this is the reverse version of what the Avengers did. I don't remember the ending shots so. though. We're gonna take the nuclear bomb and we're gonna drop it into the hole. And I'm gonna carry it the whole way and then I'm oh. gonna Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. This is Dark Knight Rises no, it's, as well. It's, it's Avengers. <laughs> With less Randy For Quaid. Ultron? No, the first Avengers. Oh, first Avengers. Where Tony Stark oh goes yeah. Into yeah, I remember yeah. It's like, oh wait, I've seen this before. Less Randy Quaid. It was Quaid in the though. sky and this guy actually I'm liked Where's <laughs> <laughs> explosions? Where is Randy Quaid? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> he's back. Is he, um, he's back in a certain way, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, basically, what happened? Skull Island was was originally produced was going to be part of uh, Universal Studios, and then now it's moving over to uh, Warner Brothers, which Warner Brothers owns uh, right now King Kong and a lot of uh, you know King Kong. Uh, well, basically, I mean, I'm sorry, the Godzilla franchise, basically. Yeah. And so what they're saying is that definitely. Most likely be a King Kong versus Godzilla film. Is it gonna be Baby Godzilla? That's the thing. I'm gonna say um, what. It's really hard to do because Godzilla is basically bigger than the the Empire State Building, <laughs> or about the exact same size. Yeah. And Godzilla, yeah, that's King Kong is not that. Big. Yeah, and there's no way they're gonna make King Kong that big. The only way they can do is like somehow. Find a way to shrink Godzilla. <laughs> well, it could be an origin story. Yeah, that's I mean, cool. it could be you know Godzilla babies. It could be baby Godzilla and an old King I just, Kong. I just picture like a baby Godzilla being bigger than right. King Kong. I'm just I'm just wondering if they're gonna do like the original uh, versions where the Japanese version Godzilla one, and then over here in the U.S. we got the King Kong War, War King Kong one. I don't know. I didn't care for Godzilla, so I don't care about a King Kong versus Godzilla. Am I the only one who liked Godzilla? By the way. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I like it. it. It's like... It's horrible acting. The thing... But that's the thing, though. It's like... Uh, Brian Cranston was the only one who really gave, like, a... Like, he was great in the film, but without spoiling it, he's not in it that much. Yeah, they kill him. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved it that much. He wasn't willing... It was... What? Like, I said in, I think, our original 15 podcast... 15 minutes, right? I said... Don't bother watching it. It sucks. He's in the... It's I like... I like it. It definitely, that's the one thing that might have me like a little bit worried about Rogue One is uh, Gareth Edwards because, I mean, you got an actor like Ken Watanabe and he's basically there just to react to stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is like, he has two big lines where he says, Gojira. And, or he looks at this guy and let them fight. That was his <laughs> whole purpose yeah, was to say that. that and Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's also a great actor, he, you know, kick ass. Uh, he was Quicksilver and his best performance so far from what I've seen is. Uh, he played John Lennon in the Nowhere Boy. Yeah. You know, it's a great performance. Mm-hmm. He there. He's basically just reacting to stuff too. Wasn't he the lead in that? Yeah, though? yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. His job. I mean, I liked it, but like, where ironically he played like like um, shoot, Elizabeth Olsen played yeah, yeah, his, his wife, wife there, and then and then played sisters. his sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's the exact same thing that happened with Shailene Woodley and uh, what's his name? The, the actor from uh, uh, Divergent and the Divergent Fallen Stars. And Fallen Stars yeah. They play brothers and sisters, then they're like a couple in the bonus there. Spoiler alert. Die. What? I was about to, I was about to say there was a sequel to Divergent, dude. What yeah, are you spoiling? We all know this. 
Anyway, so oh. if if they ever find a way to actually, I mean, get at least Godzilla, uh, King Kong to Godzilla's side or something, are you guys looking forward to this? No. <laughs> Who's attached? I'd to rather watch the no, original no versions where it's guys okay. in costumes. Well, so far they're going to be doing uh, Skull Island, which is going to be the origins of Godzilla. Okay. That director is the director who did uh, Kings of Summer. Came out to the thirst. 2013. No. It was kind of overshadowed because that's the exact same year that uh, The Way Way Back came out. Oh, okay. And they both came out like around the same time. How was Nat Faxon and Jim Rash? They ended up, they, they wrote it and co-directed it. Yeah. And uh, they ended up winning the Oscar along with Alexander Payne for The Descendants back in right. 2011 with Shailene Woodley being the supporting role. Shailene Woodley, ladies and gentlemen, Shailene Woodley. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, Jim Rash was actually... Are you okay, Mark? You're really... I feel like you're really quiet. I think we exhausted. I'm having a little bit of a sugar crash right now. Yeah, see, this exactly happened to me. You know how to fix that? Drink more soda. Drink more soda. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm on my sixth one. The first, like, you hear, like, the first, first, like, the first half of the podcast, I'm just, like, having trouble talking, and then right now I'm just, like... You're having trouble uh, not talking. It just happened that we started talking about Fantastic Four when you guys started to crash. I guess so, too. (laughs) That didn't help. Yeah, my other random... I have a random question. I'm just curious about this, because... And my like I don't love them, but whenever there's a great one, I appreciate it. Is a, a good musical, like music, a movie musical. Mm-hmm. I agree. Am I, am I the only one who well, feels like Grease? Grease was great. That's a good movie. That's a really, <laughs> That's good, a really movie. good movie. No, like I mean, like Lima is like uh, because I disagree. Like, well, I don't want to hear your opinions, but <laughs> because we'll take a, we'll, we'll have. I want to hear your face. <laughs> I can't do anything about but, like, that. But I, I love that movie so because it's rare that I you know see a musical that actually like I you know we watch that film and. I just, I just love Les Mis, so and I guess the musical before that I really enjoyed was The Muppets Christmas Carol with Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Sir uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> um, and in 2017, there's another film that's really anticipated. It stars uh, an actress who not only do I love on screen, but off screen for all her personal work. She uh, works for the He for She uh, organization. Uh-huh. Named Emma Watson. What was, what's that organization? He for She. Uh, that? Uh, gender equality, Aww. which I think is awesome. That is really <laughs> awesome yeah, too. Up top, yeah. I didn't. I knew she was an ambassador of some sort, but and that, that's it, yeah. I didn't um, know that was the organization. Yeah. Thank you for educating huh? me. Uh, uh, yeah, so so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the reason why I want to talk about it because I, looks like it. You're not. You guys aren't into music. I, but well, I, I I am, but not many modern music. Yeah, yeah. But if you guys have, do you know the cast to this? It's, I, I, can think the, I think the director's is it going to be Kenneth Branagh because he directed the latest no. Cinderella okay that makes me a little sad because Kenneth yeah. Branagh well, apparently directed the latest Cinderella it was good yeah and I haven't had a chance to see it but I really do want to see it yeah well like I said I, I love like I said Emma Watson not only on screen but off screen <laughs> like off-screen. the look that Marcus is giving me as we're talking about this is like so I'm going to kill these guys to shut them up. I'm going to kill these guys to shut them up. Just say the right words. I'm just curious dead. to see your guys' reaction to the cast. Like I said, Emma Watson, Emma she's Watson. playing Belle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I can go on and on on how much I love Emma Watson. Okay, so Keep going. Belle. As the Beast, Dan Stevens. Oh, what was he in? He's the lead. He, 2014 was a great year for him. He was the, the lead in The Guest, and he had a supporting oh. role in a very underrated movie, I thought, with Liam Neeson, A Walk Among the Tombstones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched he's, the trailer for the guest a few times. I mean, he's awesome. He was actually one of my choices for Doctor Strange, but he's playing the Beast now. And uh, he's great. Okay. That's good. You, you have Luke Evans. Okay. Emma, yeah, I, Emma Watson. I know Luke Evans. Dan Stevens. Luke Evans. Ewan McGregor. Another yes. great. Yes. Emma Thompson. Ooh. Yeah. 
Two of my three favorite. Okay. Yeah. So I often Emily's. confuse Emma Watson, Emma Thompson, and Emily Watson. A lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and I love Watson's all three of yeah. them dearly. Yeah. Like three of my favorite actors. Exactly. Okay, so let me go so. go through this again. <laughs> Emma Watson, Dan Stevens, Luke Evans, Ewan McGregor, Emma Thompson, Ian McKellen. Yes. Up top. Up top. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Kevin Klein. Josh, Josh Gad. And another actress who became famous last year uh, for a film. Um, she did a movie. This is literally how you pronounce it. Google Mathabay Raw. Google Mathabay Raw. She was in Beyond the Lights. I love her. Google She's Mathabay. magnificent. Yeah. She is beautiful. That has got to be, like, in my opinion, that's got to be, like, one of the best cast lists that I've ever heard of. You know what would make it better? Christian Bell and Amy Adams. Besides them, Emily Watson, and then I get my trifecta. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Who's well, directing, though? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying I haven't heard a cast this great like since American Hustle, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I almost agree with but that. But, yeah, um, your opinion on American Hustle is because Christian Bale was in it. No, it's a fantastic movie. It has David it's Russell. Really amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the director, yeah, uh, Bill Condon, who did uh, oh, Dreamgirls. Yeah, uh, Dream, yeah he, which was apparently another really good God, movie. Gods and Monsters with uh, Ian McKellen. Nominated yeah. Best Actor in yeah. 98. He um, did this year's Mr. Holmes with Ian McKellen, which I heard was good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he also directed the last two Twilight movies. He directed... Yeah. Um, the Fifth Estate. The Fifth Estate. Yeah. But he directed um, Kinsey, which was apparently really, really good. Yeah. Let's see. What else? But I, another cast that I absolutely loved was for 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah. That was a magnificent yeah. cast. That was a great cast, yeah. So... But this, I'm, I guess I'm asking this more to you guys because uh, you guys aren't really into musicals. Well, Just listening to that cast, does that cast get you interested in the No, I'll watch, or actually, I'll give you as this. I usually don't go for, like, musical films. Yeah, n- neither do since, I. Yeah. Because with my first bachelor's degree being in theater, mm-hmm. I got all musical out, so I'm used okay. to I get it. people... Yeah. Seeing this crap yeah. all the time—that's what you get when yeah. you get a bunch of actors. I'm, I'm like that because the, a lot of musicals aren't the best. Mm-hmm. Except, but when there's one that I really love, I really love. Oh yeah, you know, there's. Right. So I'm hoping this could be one of those because so far it mm. sounds like it. Yeah, Emma you, Watson, damn it! If you have a, it's nowadays it's hard to pull off a movie musical just yeah. because of when we think about the movie musical, we think about kind of like the nostalgia of the golden age of cinema, mm-hmm. but then. We have people either who are trying to modernize it, such as uh, I can't think of anyone right now. But you have a film like Nine, where it kind of fails. You Uh, try to put so many people in there, and they try to. It's that one movie where like Dan Day Lewis kind of goes like, "Yeah, I don't know why." Yeah, it's (laughs) like yeah. Where you like line it up with stars like, oh, we want to like this film, but yeah. well, I, it's just like nine not. was actually one of those where you heard like the cast you're like, oh, this is gonna be great, and then, and then yeah, something exactly. happens. Yeah, something yeah. Happens. What about you, Orlando? Like this cast, does this get you like at least a little bit so, interested? It's in a this? great cast. Yeah. yeah. Will I watch it? Maybe I need to see a trailer for it to right. actually get my interest up. But mm-hmm. sounds like it'd be great with this cast. Yeah. And I'm not against musicals. It's just. A lot of them that just not and great. They uh, at D twenty three because they just started filming it. They didn't uh, show any footage, but they uh, Luke Evans who's playing Gaston. Gaston is he really? Yeah, oh, dude. And, and Josh Gad is playing. Uh, is he uh, the? Yeah. Uh, so what happened? They didn't have any. They didn't have any uh, footage, but basically, huh? Sorry, who's gonna be Lumiere? Uh, he was my favorite. Ewan McGregor. 
they're gonna play. That's gonna be a weird way to play. I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to see how they how they're gonna play off of each other because that that was, that was the chemistry that I really loved in the '91 version. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. I wonder because like on what I heard is D twenty three. Well, obviously they didn't have footage, but they had one. They showed the picture of uh, Emma Watson as Belle in the gold dress, oh. and they say that it's inc- like crazy how much she looks a lot like her, which. I really want to see that picture. I really want to sing Be Our Guest right now. No. Don't. Don't. I know. You can't. I know. Be Our Guest. And uh, basically what I heard is that Gaston and... Uh, I'm sorry. Luke, uh, Luke Evans and Josh Gad uh, came, uh, went on stage and they started singing a song from the movie. And they said that they were just great. So that, you know... This movie sounds a lot like... This are you getting excited? More, yes. Yeah. That's one that I'm super excited. It comes out in 2017, though. That's mm-hmm. fine. Which I get because it feels like there's going to be a lot of CGI because of all these characters. Maybe. Or it's, something. It's going to be the Avatar musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm not... I'm not... Because, I mean, CGI is great right now, you know. It, depending well, on certain films. Well, but, okay, yeah. right. When Disney's doing it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see The Last Avengers and other yeah. superhero movies, they yeah. pull it off great. Yeah. Other I mean, companies so far, can't really... To me, the best CGI I've ever seen is... On the planet of the apes because oh, yeah, I true. think I'm watching real you yeah. know apes and there's sh- like the fur on them like they're actually we can see the moisture and the wind and like holy shit yeah <laughs> that's CGI that's CGI yeah. anyways that's the one random question so <laughs> I am not really a fan of modern musicals right uh, I think the last few great musicals that, I, that I've watched that I loved were probably this is gonna like age me and date me or the original Beauty and the Beast and before that Grease one. I still haven't fully seen the original Beauty and the Beast. Well, I might have the '91 version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. animated version. Uh, yeah, I still okay. Yeah, so. Or, or yeah. any of the Disney Renaissance films, right. and then for live action are Grease and Cabaret. Right. So I'm that, ta- that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about live action because, like, with animation, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. I mean, like, the music in Lion King, I, I think it's great. Like, in my opinion, I, I feel like yeah. you're underappreciating the greatness of those films. I'm not saying no, no, like, I, 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 like, huh? they are magnificent, yeah. but there's, it was still a lot of hard work to make those yeah. films. It came out at a time when everything was just drained. Like right. the history before that of Disney in the '80s was. Right. What I'm saying is, it's ugh. a lot easier for me to like animation musicals than live action musicals. What I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, my, I, I, my can, opinion, I can see that. In my but, opinion, um, my, my favorite musical of all time is Singing in the Rain. Hands down. Uh, make them laugh. My favorite song in a musical. Don't and sing it. I'm not going to <laughs> no, sing it. I thought you were about to. You like every time I try and sing that film, I try running up the wall to do a backflip, so like Donald O'Connor did, and I almost break my arm. Okay. Because I don't actually try. Actually, I want to see take that. a step and then break my arm. But <laughs> I'll, I, I'll look so hard for my SD card right now. <laughs> just to redo do that. But I. Um, I don't. I don't, I don't feel like musicals have gotten haven't quite been to that level of epicness like with that film like with West Side Story even with Cabaret or Grease so I'm less excited with modern musicals but that cast has me excited yeah is it going to be revolutionary and like how Chicago apparently was and let's bring back musicals probably not no but it I mean, doesn't the take one away from my excitement the revolutionary thing that Les Mis did was because they sang live I, which yeah. was mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. which it really worked for well, I don't we're going to take a Russell Crowe singing into the microphone. I, I can see the visuals of this movie being yeah. similar to what they did in uh, The Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Everything was over the top, yeah. but you, what you're focusing on is the right. story. Like Great Gatsby mixed with this uh, Cinderella that came out this year. That was, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth, which, yeah, that's why you asked about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I feel like, you know, like exactly what you said, kind of like mixed between those two. Yeah. Okay. But the um, reason, oh, 
Sorry. Uh, no, I was going to get to that next random question, but what did you say? But the reason why Great Gatsby was as visually, I, I want to say stimulating, over, you know, over the director. Baz Luhrmann is, yeah. his, what was it, since like Romeo and Juliet, his visual style has been that. Yeah. He and did. his production designer is actually his wife. Yeah. So every time that she wins an Oscar, which I think she's won every time he's made a movie since. Um, yeah, well, Great Gatsby won. Yeah, great they Gatsby. Won a couple won. Awards, yeah. Um, I think Australia won for best production design. Oh god, mm. I'm not. I, I'm not sure. I can't remember. No, I just. But I go Moulin Rouge Rouge definitely won. Yeah. So I go oh god because of the joke that Hugh Jackman did when he hosted the Oscars. Did you do you know what he said? I, I don't. Where he's like uh, because Kate Winslet was nominated for the Reader. He's like yeah, an Australian actor, actress playing a German, the Reader. Uh, Rodan Jinger, an American actor playing an Australian actor playing an African American actor, Tropic Thunder, and I, Hugh Jackman, an Australian. Who played in Australia in a movie called Australia? Host. I just remember yeah. when he got onto like the the bat pod in the, no. the, like the Dark Knight. It won a billion dollars, you know. Yeah. Why wasn't nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. And well, then he pulls up Anne Hathaway for the for Frost Nixon. which was really great. It was pretty funny. Uh, which speaking of the Oscars, that was my last round of question. Is that it was announced this week that uh, oh, I'm sorry, this week this month that the Oscars they're. Uh, Looking for a dual host, dual host for this year. Most likely, I feel like they're definitely trying to get uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, uh, yes. Would it be great? Because they, obviously they are great. The only thing that some people who, who don't un- know that much about award shows, uh, I love award shows. Like whenever I, I watch almost all of them. So I've kind of stopped watching award shows now, but yeah. I still do look at it just because I know that kind of holds the trends of yeah. like what's going to be. Yeah big in the next yeah. year like what kind of money is going to go towards yeah. certain stories exactly yep. these are the ones I watch like, like Critics Choice Awards Independent Spirit Awards the Oscars the BAFTAs and Screen Actors Guild Awards you know what's the GGs the which ones Golden Globes oh yeah, yeah and the Golden Globes right? I like Independent yeah. Spirit yeah, yeah. <laughs> those ones and, but, and obviously they're great because like Ricky Gervais started the whole thing like Ricky Gervais did it definitely in a mean spirited way while Amy Poehler and Tina Fey found a great balance of doing, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And but what people, some people don't realize that the the vibe at the Golden Globes is definitely different than the vibe at the Oscars. The Oscars has kind of become that show where people love to hate. You know, like Steve Martin and, and uh, Alec Baldwin, they did a fantastic job. People, you know, criticize the shit. Like the what I noticed the trend is about when they they came out the criticism was like oh it's old Hollywood they need younger newer people what happened the next year they got Anne Hathaway and uh, and James Franco <laughs> one of the, uh, the yeah. okay um, yeah, the most I've ever read the, the worst ho- almost the second worst host in Oscars Oster, Oscar I apologize it's the sugar it's the sugar see Oscar the only history <laughs> only to be out like for the year, the worst host ever to be no host in 1988 or 1989. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. And they had fiasco. Yeah, that reminds me of the joke that Tina Fey did. Is the late, uh, Anne Hathaway, you're so amazing, Les Miserables. I haven't seen you play such a lonely and abandoned character like that since she hosted the Oscars with James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so that happened, and everyone's like, oh, this is what happens when they try to bring young people. What do we do? Let's get Billy Crystal next year. He did. He did fine. The criticism. Oh, they got old people. Let's get Seth MacFarlane. He did a great job, but obviously he offended a lot of people because the the audience at the Oscars are very tight people. You know, they're mm-hmm. it's the Oscars. You mean they, the Christopher Plummer, and then he did a Nazi joke, which referred to the Sound of Music, and you're like, uh. yeah. And the, and at the Golden Globes, they're drunk. They're you know, they don't care if they make fun of you or anything. And and so if Tina Fey and Amy Poehler actually host the Oscars. 
I don't know if it'll be, you know, I think they'll be great, but I'm sure the reaction is going to be mixed like it always is. No, I think I think they'll pull out something special. Probably. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they haven't announced that they're going to get uh, They haven't said that they're going to get it, but I feel like they're going to try to. Uh, I was going to ask you guys, if you were able to choose two people, who would you choose? You already know my answer. Tina Fey. Besides, I was going to say, besides Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and besides Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would I choose? Yeah, because who would I choose? The, the list, I'll say the recommendation, some people are saying they want Key and Peele to, to do it. That'd be great. Yeah. No, actually, they would be a really good That'd, team up there. Yeah, that would yeah. be interesting. That would be a fun one. Okay. Yeah. I'd like actually watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> the other one, uh, this is kind of because they find out that, uh, people find out that they're best friends now and they're writing a film together, Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Schumer. That'd be interesting. That'd be, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I love Amy Schumer. Yeah, but I, I, mean, love, I, Jennifer I love Jennifer Lawrence. 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 She is funny, but I mean, I haven't seen Amy Schumer host anything. I haven't seen Jennifer. Obviously, I haven't seen Jennifer Lawrence host anything. So I don't know if that would necessarily work. But. Have you been on the internet? Yes, I have. Then you know that Jennifer Lawrence would be great. Oh, I know she's yeah. exactly. Yeah, she's funny. But yeah. I'm just saying because uh, it's something that they. It's something new because you know people just found out you know that they're really good friends. They mm-hmm. just put that in the list. My suggestion. I think this is the best one. I think. Tom Lee Jones and Clint Eastwood together would be freaking freaking amazing. Most Just talking to humorous award show thing. That would be um, like, it's like, what are we doing? Now? Just imagine how awkward. <laughs> And how Clearly sad Jones would it just would be. be like staring out into the audience with disapproval. Yeah, I know. And we're gonna guest star like Robert De Niro. <laughs> I guess like, so. He just comes in randomly. He, yeah, even though his uh, his his speech at the at the Golden Globes when he won the Cecil B. DeMille Award was actually fantastic. But uh, anybody see his speech? For Tommy Lee Jones? No, for uh, Robert De Niro. No, it was actually pretty funny. But anyways, that's my choice. <laughs> De Niro can be fun. Yeah, when he wants to. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. You got uh, a. Yeah, yeah, it, it would. But he was also. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It'd be Obviously, yeah, it's a joke, but still imagine like how uncomfortable and how awkward that would be. <laughs> Everybody applauses, they just stop because they keep staring at them. Yeah. Welcome Wait, to as the. As a running joke, you have Josh Brolin playing the younger version. I know, yeah. No, just, <laughs> yeah. He's that like, Tommy Lee Jones got tired. Yeah. He's Josh Brolin. Tell me, says, like. Clint Eastwood talking into the chair and then he gets pissed off because <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is sitting in that chair. <laughs> Get off, Jamie. You're ruining my skit. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, you're just like, no. <laughs> and he's going for the awards. <laughs> how about, what about you guys? <laughs> um, Key and Peele would be amazing. But how can you top this? How can you top this? No, you can't. It's pretty good. You can't. Tommy Lee Jones and Clint Eastwood. The other ones I can think of is Polly Shore and. Uh, <laughs> Are we sugar drunk? Yes. I think we're sugar drunk. Polly Shore and uh, who else? Uh, Gary Busey. Okay. <laughs> Forty-one minutes. Okay, so you want horse teeth and <laughs> biodome. <laughs> <laughs> No, so like, who, who, besides the king, but who else? Like, is there really? Well, you know else? my answer. Yeah, I know. I want Amy. I want. Let's just do Dave Chappelle by himself. Starring Dave great. Chappelle. I mean, that's the other thing. Like Chris Rock, when he hosted, he was fantastic with the jokes that he made. Mm-hmm. And again, like he just got criticized because it's the Oscars. Okay, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. He quit the Oscars. Exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was, but he left. <laughs> well, that was the whole Brett Ratner thing, though. So. 
There's no one really else. Yeah. Team Matthew Man. McConaughey and Jim Carrey. That would have actually kind of... <laughs> I would want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm surprised that Jim Carrey hasn't actually hosted anything, but yeah. it feels like he doesn't really want to, I guess. Mm. It feels like yeah. he hasn't yeah. done anything I know. That I was watching this tweet, this comment. Is like, what kind of world do we live in where Jeff Daniels is more famous now than Jim Carrey? And you're like, holy crap! Thanks to the newsroom. Yeah. Thanks to that Emmy win. Yep. Thanks to Aaron Sorkin, which brings us back to Steve Jobs. Oh yeah, they did do a movie together recently that nobody really watched. Yeah, that was number one at the box office for a week. Just the weekend. <laughs> yeah. What What else came out that weekend? Exactly. Exactly. Wasn't it like one of those cheap horror movies that nobody watches? Like Paranormal Activity 20. We're doing the same damn thing, but... Mm. So Key and Peele, basically? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tina obviously, obviously oh, we oh, say Tina Pena. Tosh. Tosh, Tosh um, No. Yeah, we're doing that. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot <laughs> about Daniel he, Tosh. He exists? Yes, yeah. he does. I well, remember that people one... People are going to get offended by yeah. others. Yeah. Might as well go full out and get offended by others. I, I just love that segment. So, is this racist? <laughs> In all the videos that they showed. And with that, I think we're going to end the podcast. Oh, God. Um, we're at an hour 43 minutes. Any other random questions? You Anything pertaining to movies? I don't think so. Nope. This is definitely the weirdest podcast, I feel, because we started out with too much energy, and we, then we ended out just kind of like, we want to go to sleep. Yeah, you guys we all picked, figured out. Yeah. We just went on topics. Or we yeah. picked up about 12 Cokes. Yeah, um, I drank about nine. Everybody else drank about three. I drank none. Up Thank you. Yeah. Do you drink? No. no. I only drink on the weekend, so. <laughs> <laughs> now I, uh, I was going to bring a bunch of diet soda so this wouldn't happen. <sighs> That'd be worse. <laughs> but, yeah. Back to full, full circle to the newsroom. My most excited so, film for the next, for the fall season. What about you guys again? Well, we all said Star Wars. Oh, yeah, you guys, yeah, we did it last week. You guys are nerds. I don't, I don't know if we're planning this, but are we going to watch Black Mass? Yeah, uh, I do want to. Wouldn't, well, like, I want to watch it too. Yeah, I don't know where our schedules are going to be. I, um, I, I've heard so far that people are, are they like it. What I heard so far is that it's kind of like, a, uh, kind of the best way they describe it is kind of cold, like, you know. There's not a lot of like heart, like I don't know how to explain it. They just say it's kind of like, not it's bland. Yeah, it's emotionless kind of. Okay. But I heard that the best performance is, is obviously Johnny Depp. But they said that Joel uh, Egerton is actually kind of sometimes steals the show. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he does. I just feel like the presence in the trailer too. Yeah. It mm-hmm. counterbalances that. But um, I mean, you, if you guys want to set up something, because more than likely my work schedule is gonna be really really bad, to where I can't do it. I wouldn't hold it yeah, against I'm, you guys. I'm busy. Like, so are we still recording? Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm gonna are be completely, we? Cool. I'm going to be yeah. completely honest. Um, Everest came out this week, too? Yeah, it came out yeah. the 18th. Which movie? But I, but I think in a uh, limited release, right? I think it was no, nationwide. Because, uh, no, I think it's a limited release. Because Sicario also came out this weekend, but that's a limited release. That's definitely... Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I was saying... Oh, I thought, it was, you I thought go, it was your girlfriend. No, it's not. Wait, is that... What, Karen? Where's Karen? It wasn't. Oh, thank you. Uh, for a second, I thought that's her predecessor, yeah. <laughs> and she's leaving. Yeah, that's which is gonna be interesting. But um, if you guys want to go ahead and watch Black Mass without me, I'll just read the synopsis. I mean, that's where we're planning to. That's why. Okay. Yes, we weren't gonna really intend on you going. Okay. You well, always read the synopsis. 
Yeah, you know, save, my, by this weekend. save myself a seven or nine bucks depending on which way, which way you guys go. This is one speaking. Uh, <laughs> I think the lesson we learned is that uh, we shouldn't drink like three or four cokes before the podcast because or we should talk about fantastic. Y- yes, because we we started with a lot of energy. We can't really talk because we have speech impediments, and then halfway through we just have a really terrible shitty sugar crash. And uh, this is one speaking. I'm going to pass the mic to Marcus. Okay, this is Marcus. Yeah, I agree with that. And <laughs> yeah, next time we'll have more energy and yeah. <laughs> I uh, also wanted to quickly say uh, congratulations to the other podcast that's called Shooting the Shot. You're keeping the title. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> that was Chris, people. That was Chris. I mean, I'm sorry. That, that was Rolando. Here, here's Chris. I just want to quickly say that uh, Chris drank another soda, so he's got an energy back. He's sweating a lot. He's got, he's got very sweats right now. Yes, he's ODing, you guys. Um, thanks for watching. Bye. Listening, actually. We gotta, we gotta, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. We gotta do the, the outro. What outro? This is it. You don't want. No, I think no, Apple App, Apple is going to come back to you and they're going to say, no, we don't want this show. <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to this. You guys talk about nothing. <laughs> Amy Adams, ladies and gentlemen. Amy Adams. Talk to you all next week. We'll try and figure out something. Matt Damon is It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.